What's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones. I am the host of the State of the Saints podcast, giving you all the State of the Saints podcast week seven post-game show. Um, the New Orleans Saints lose yet again to the Arizona Cardinals by a score of 42 to 34. The New Orleans Saints now are at two and five. And yes, that means that the New Orleans Saints are among some of the worst teams in the National Football League. You know who that nation, I've been a Saints fan for a long time. I mean, I've been a Saints fan about as long as I can remember. Uh, Some of my young memories involve me cheering for this team. And even though tonight will not be an indication of how I feel or anything towards the team because i still love them regardless this team is just absolutely horrible this is not a good football team this is not a well-coached football team this team is soft this team has no heart they have no grit and dennis allen needs to get the hell off my sidelines I I don't want to see or hear about Dennis Allen because regardless of what Dennis Allen does from this point on, to me, he will never be the coach that this team needs. This guy's a coordinator who basically just kind of fell ass backwards into a job because Sean Payton probably lobbied for him. But when you watch your calling card, which is defense, gets slapped around pushed around misused and abused but yet this is your calling card because how well you coach this side of the football is how you got a job so what happens when this side of the football that got you the job isn't doing what it's supposed to do on top of this team just looking like america's funniest home videos on the field you're playing too conservative Guys, uh, body language looks horrible. Execution looks horrible. Andy Dalton out there, you know what I'm saying, being Mr. Conservative. Your offensive play calling is conservative. The way that you're playing the game is conservative. The decisions that you're making are conservative. And yet we're supposed to believe that you, as a coach, Dennis Allen, that, that you have what it takes to lead this team out of the misery that is in right now. Hells to the nut. That's not happening. It's not happening, man. Anybody that's around here talking about, well, you know, you got to keep believing. You Believe in what? What are we actually supposed to believe in? 
Like, I understand the optimism and I appreciate the optimism, but let's just call a spade a spade. This team sucks. And it sucks because the head coach sucks. He cannot get what he needs to get out of these guys. It's just that plain. It's just that simple. He cannot. So why are we sitting up here trying to sugarcoat the obvious? This dude needs to go. I'm serious, man. I've seen enough. I don't know about y'all, but I seen enough. I, I don't need to hear his press conference. I don't need to hear about what went wrong. This dude is not the answer, and he is setting this organization back by years. Seriously, I'm having nightmares of 1994 watching this football team. And I understand that you're supposed to, you know, you you, you lose a, a legendary quarterback, you lose a legendary coach, but damn, when you're watching other teams out here find success with new head coaches, only losing one game if you're the Giants and the Vikings. When I'm, I'm seeing guys that are on IR from other teams, that's hurt. But they still out there fighting and grinding. And the coach is still out there with fire and desire in his eyes. And not looking like somebody that's just desperate with their last $2 in Vegas and they need to put it all on black or they ain't going home. That is what Dennis Allen looks like. He looks like a desperate-ass coach that just out there just, oh, man, come on, man, let it ride. Come on, seven. Come on, seven. I've been looking for your behind all night. That's what he looked like. But we're supposed to believe in this? I'm supposed to believe in this. You're supposed to believe in this. Man, please. I've seen enough. And Mickey Loomis, he can sit up here and, you know, and try to give him the friendly treatment. But we've seen enough. There's nothing this dude can do. I'm serious, man. There's nothing that this dude can do that can salvage his reputation as a, as a head coach. Seriously. It's nothing. It is absolutely, positively nothing. Like, this team is night and day from last year. Attitude reflects leadership. You seeing guys on the sidelines, they look dejected. Guess what, man? They they feel just like everybody else. And this is sad, man. This is sad to watch. I can understand. I can understand losing. I get it. But this team has no heart like no passion at all and this dude is like a substitute teacher and, and, and you know you're waiting for the main teacher to come back this dude is trash as a head coach and i've seen enough and i know some people want me to get on andy dalton for throwing those interceptions but andy dalton is who he is he is who he is man like seriously we we like let's let's just go ahead and just eliminate this i don't care if it's winston i don't care if it's Taysom. I don't care if it's Andy. Success and prosperity at the quarterback position ain't walking through this door this season because each one of those guys lacks something. And even if you can coach some of those things out of them, that coach is not on the sidelines. So regardless, if you want this guy to play better or play tougher or be more aggressive, you don't have that on the sidelines because, damn, your coach ain't even aggressive. Taking a knee with two timeouts with 40 seconds left just because you, you turned the ball over. How about fighting to the end? How about trying to get down into field goal range for Will Lust to kick a field goal? But yet you sit on it and take a knee and quit. 
This team quit in the first half when they took that knee, to be honest. And then you come out in the second half, you make a stop. The offense does absolutely nothing. But then you expect for the defense to do something when you're down, what, about three cornerbacks, right? And you expect for this team to maybe make a stop. And even when they run the football, Arizona, guys missing tackles. I mean, it's looking like they got Crisco all on on a jersey or something. That's what it looks like out there. But I'm supposed to expect this. Man, the clown that we call the head coach of uh of the New Orleans Saints, Dennis Allen, is at the podium. I'll go ahead and let y'all listen. And this is a, a big, you know, 11 personnel team that's going to throw three wide receivers out there and uh, made it challenging. Is Taysom hurt? It looked like he didn't play much in the fourth quarter. Um, no. Uh-uh. Dennis, uh, when you say the defense isn't playing, one of the best offensive weapons you have, you got them on the sideline for a whole second well, half. It's it, it's it's tackling. You know, nah, it's we got to do a better job of tackling. They had one they had one play in there that I felt like that was a good scheme play versus what we had called up, um, and uh, and that was the long run, forty um, five yard run, I think it was, and and so. Um, First, the first explosive was, you know, I think a scramble out with with Kyler. He he, he created some um, some extra time to throw the ball. And got Rondell Moore across the field. Um, blah blah blah, a, blah blah blah. Um, a check. We got him to check it down one time on a second down and and missed several tackles and it became an explosive play. So, um, Your yeah, side that's of an the area ball, that we've got to we've got to we got to shore that up. Um, it's not good enough right now. And look. I'll be honest with you. That all starts with me. Um, you think so? I got to be better. I got to. I got to. I got to do a better job with those defensive guys and putting them in position to have success. Don't worry, bro. We don't expect uh, nothing out of you. When you went back out there after the, the first pick six, um, was was there a thought of, of taking? I mean, I know there's only like two minutes left. In no, so. no. I mean, we still had time to go and 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 make a play. I mean. Um, you know, I, I would say of the three interceptions of Andy's, the one down in the red area, I thought, you know, that 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 was probably, um, you know, he tried to fit that into a pretty tight window. Um, the the other interception at the beginning of the two minute was was you know a pass that should have been caught, um, and then I didn't see it, but um, I think I think he kind of got hit on that on that last one, um, you know, which which caused it not to be you know, an accurate throw. So, um, you know, really those two, it's hard to put that on the, on the QB. Um, uh, but look, I thought in that situation, I really thought we were moving the ball effectively. Um, I thought our offense was doing a really good job, you know, being able to move the ball. And so, um, I felt like that was, that was the, the right move. And, you know, obviously the two pick sixes there to, you know, in the first half, um, you know, was was not good. I know you're frustrated to see these mistakes happen every week, but getting guys back on the field, you're optimistic that that can help correct. I certainly, I certainly hope so. I mean, you know, um, he hopes so. He hopes so. Look, keep and, that in and, mind. And that's that's your head part coach. of the hope. National Football League is, um, you know, everybody deals with injuries, you know, so that's just part of it, and that'll never be an excuse. Brian um, Debo dealing with injuries. You know, we got beat today. We got to own that. Um, 
that's on me. That's on us. You think? Um, and we've got we got to play better. Um, but certainly, I would I would hope that you know if we're able to get a guy like a Michael Thomas or a Jarvis Landry or a Marshawn Lattimore, um, Paulson Debo who missed the, the game today. You know, if we're able to get some of those guys back and healthy, I think that'll help us. You guys being so shorthanded on offense, um, is there any reason why you wouldn't? Maybe try to incorporate Shahid or, or take some more just based on their success. Bad coaching. Yeah. Call look, them out, I mean, Everybody's got a skill set and things that they do really well. Um, you know, it's Taysom has his role when when you kind of get down a little bit. Um, you know, Jawan's kind of been the guy that's that's been in there in the in the two minute situations. Um, isn't isn't Taysom Hill a so tight end? The game kind of dictates I, that a little bit. Hill, I think Shahid's still a young a player. End. Um, and so there's still, you know, each week there'll, there'll be a few more things that, that uh, you know, we'll try to incorporate him in. How is he a tight um, end and not in the game? Because he does provide an explosive element to our offense. Yes, I have a question about messaging because I know it's a hot-button topic even, even on a night like tonight when you said at halftime you're encouraging and telling Dalton keep doing what you're doing. And is there a fine line between encouraging and getting mad when, when mistakes are happening? Yeah. Yeah, well, look, I mean, um, he ain't got it in him. He ain't got it in him. Yeah, I think, I think our team knows uh, that they're held accountable. So if it's I don't think there's any question I that they're room. held accountable, if that's what the question is. Dennis, what is the, what is the mindset right now of your team? That we trash? Um, yeah, frustrated. Frustrated, but not uh, not despondent. Not, you know, I, we're, we still, everything that we want to accomplish is still right there out in front of us. <sighs> and, uh, and I'm fully confident that this team will, will, will put together a string of wins and turn things around. You thought you were in control of that game before the, the turnovers? Like, yeah. Anything else? Okay, um, thanks, guys. Have one more. You were just mentioning earlier, you were saying, all the mistakes, it, it starts with you. And so how, how, what is the plan to, to fix that? Cause you Thank can you, say, Kate. well, you know, Thank you, Kate. Shout out tackles. to Catherine Terry. Like, that's kind of like, how does it go beyond that to fix some of those problems? If it is a coaching. Fire coach. him. Yeah. Well, I, I think part of it's fixed. me, me putting our guys in a, in a better position to have success. Which you I mean, it's kind of simple as that, you know, um, and and some of that is 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 uh, you know getting the right people in the right spots, and and I think that's what we got to continue to evaluate. Is All right. Possible with so many injuries. Look at him trying well, to walk off. There's limited options. Answer a question. All right. Thanks. Yeah, that was the. Uh, yes, that that was the dead man coaching, uh, Dennis Allen. Um, at the at the podium with a whole bunch of you know rah-rah stuff and cliches which at this particular point it just sounds like white noise right now captain clean up goes to the podium you know talking about they're gonna do this do that this that and third clean up clean up everybody everywhere clean up clean up everybody man sit your dumb ass down real man i'm tired tired this dude man i'm opening up the phone lines man i ain't really got much to say i'm just disgusted i'm disgusted
disgusted the way that this team is right now, man. Seriously. I'm just disgusted, man. I'm, I'm opening up the phone line, man. I, I, I'm honestly at a loss for words. I'm honestly at a loss for words. Later, I'm trying to walk off. Nah, stand up there. Stand up there and, and, and you know, and answer those questions. Just like you did when, when y'all won that game against Seattle. You were sitting up there grandstanding and hot-dogging. Like, stand up there and answer them questions. How you got the, one of the best offensive weapons in Taysom Hill? Like, isn't Taysom Hill supposed to be a tight end? Huh? Isn't Taysom Hill supposed to be a tight end? So if he's a tight end, right, you, you move him from quarterback to tight end. Why in the world is he not in the game? So you don't have tight end packages for him? Seriously. You can't say he can't block because we've seen Taysom Hill block. You can't say Taysom Hill can't catch because we've seen Taysom Hill catch. So even if you run, you, you go away from the running game, I mean, call me an, an idiot, but – on top of blocking, don't tight ends supposed to catch the ball? I, I'm just saying. Like, so what is it? Like, I, bro, that's that what I'm saying, man. Like, this dude here, dude, dude, he think we stupid? Taysom Hill position is a tight end regardless if he is the backup quarterback or not. He's still a tight end. So you're telling me this whole time you became the head coach and you came out here in front was like, Taysom Hill is a, is, a, is a tight end. And he said, and I quote, I don't like the idea. I do not like the idea of Taysom Hill being on the sidelines with me when he can be productive in a game. So what the hell is it? Isn't Taysom Hill a tight end? Man, save the drama for your mama and save the excuses for somebody that is not knowledgeable of the game you sound like a, a a freaking idiot seriously you sound like a straight up 100 buffoon everybody knows Taysom Mill is a tight end you had him playing tight end all off season so you telling me this dude don't have no tight end packages man get this bum up off my sidelines man chosen man man we're going to chosen chosen how you doing man pissed off bro TJ, yeah. no, no disrespect towards you. Nah, but man, man, get his clown ass off the podium. No emotion. No passion, bro. No goddamn passion, bro. Nah, you sit nah. your ass at that podium every week, weekend, week out with that same stupid ass look on your face and talking about some well, well, we're stuttering. But call yourself out, bro. Be a man. Be a man about yours, bro. This is ridiculous, TJ, bro. If you're going to lose, lose some conviction. Have some fire. I'm proud of Trey Quan Smith fighting, start getting into a fight. That's the only fire we had out there. That's Man. the only excitement. That's the only type of rush or thrill we had, bro. These guys do not want to play for your bum, weak, sorry, sad, conservative ass, bro. They tired of it, bro. These guys are phoning it in. What's the common denominator? Everybody, We got everybody but Sean Payton. And you walk your ass in here to a job that you rightfully, I don't care, don't deserve. But they been that's that's on Mickey Loomis, that's on every that's that's on this Jeff Island guy, that's on his front office for not doing that due diligence and going to get somebody. You can't always count on just because he been here that he's gonna run the system. You go get competent people, you go get competent people, you don't just rely on what he know the system. Well, TJ, sometimes the goddamn system don't work no more. Sometimes you got to ask yourself a question. Who wanted or not? This man don't want it. Maybe he wanted it as a coordinator. Let Ryan Nielsen take over. Let Rashad take over. Hell, let Trevor Penny coach this team. I don't care. We fight all goddamn day. 
and practice and seven on sevens or nothing. But you gotta have some fire. We have no fire, TJ. We have no swag. We got no grit. We ain't got nothing. We got guys out here running routes, just just playing the game, just just because I'm here to so I won't get fired mentality. We not playing for each other. We not standing up for one another. We not fighting. How the hell you kneel, TJ? Before you go into the half, why is you kicking offside field goals with over three minutes and you got two timeouts? Why? Why is you folding it in? Why is you not going for it on fourth and and, and, and short until the last second when it's too late? Why every time receive make a play, you take him out the game? We don't see him again except for the time for the show highlights. Get a man some packages. Why are we getting away from Taysom? Why is you can ask why for a lot of things? You are not competent. You have no fire. You have no swag. You have no nuts. You have no spine. You have no heart. You have your workers are a reflection of the leadership. If you got piss poor coaching or piss poor leadership, whatever you producing is gonna come out. Period, bro. This guy has nothing. He got no swag. He said he got. No, no emotion. It's like at the podium, like somebody said in the chat, bro. It's it's like a tape recorder that's just played when Dennis Allen comes. We hear the same old thing. I'm glad Miss Cat called his ass out and he tried to hurry up and get up out of there. Oh no, you're gonna get this work. Like Loda Lux say, you're gonna get this work. Uh-uh. Don't try to don't try to make it make it PR and politically correct. Hey, answer her damn question. Why is it if it starts with coaching that nothing's being done? Either you wanna do it or you can't do it, or you won't do it. Either way it go, get your ass off our team. We don't need that. I don't care if you was there with a Super Bowl. I don't care if you a son right-hand man running the coordinator. We will find somebody else who wants it. I want somebody who wants to win and wants to fight versus somebody who just been here just because they've been here. I want somebody who going – I want results, bro. I want results. I don't mind riding with this team to the end, but at least give me a damn good ride on my way down. At least let me fight on my way down. I'm not bowing down to none of these teams. I don't give a damn if we go over 17. But long as I knew we fought with everything we had in all 17 games, I'll take that loss like a man and I'll wear it on my face as if I just won a Super Bowl. But this team should not be in this position, TJ. I don't give a damn. I'm not blaming it on injuries because we could, we could win these games without injuries. You can see that. These are self-inflicted wounds that's not being called out. And people in the chat wonder why when we win, we still call this this all about we still call this stuff out because of stuff like this. We only want to address it when it's going down. We're going to address it week in and week out. And before I go, TJ, I'm going to let you respond. I know I said a lot, and I apologize. But we have no fire, bro. We have Sean Payton. I, I hate to compare this because he's too. I hate comparing men with another man. Sean Payton wouldn't uh, allow this, this itch to happen. How you going halftime? The woman asked you, what did you say to your team? Nothing. That's what the hell you said on live TV. Thursday Night Football, they already make an ass out of us. We already are laughing stop. And that's what you do? I can care less about what the media say. But now, it, it put it to perspective. That's, that's what you say, Dennis Allen? I didn't sell them nothing? No, nobody ass in that locker room. You ain't have to snatch no collar. Do you even care, bro? That's my question. Dennis Allen, do you care? Man. That's all, TJ. I, look, Chosen, I appreciate it, man. Thank, thank you for your passion. You, <laughs> did, did, your, your five, your five minute dialogue show had more passion than three hours of football here tonight. Straight up, 
I appreciate it, man. You, you call back anytime, man. Yes, sir. How the blood pressure medicine? <laughs> man, I'm telling you, man, I, I don't I ain't got I ain't got nothing else to say. Seriously, man. I'm about to get the phone call. I'm gonna hear from y'all. Um, I do I think we do have a donation though. I wanna get to I wanna acknowledge that. Uh Sean Phillips, thank you very much for the ten dollars. I want to make sure let me see if I can stroll up and I can locate it so I can put it on the screen. But thank you, buddy. Uh, it says a DA thought he was going to ride the coattails of a Sean Payton built team while they add a couple pieces uh, and no coach. This is the same DA from the Raiders. I'm going to be honest with you. OK, this 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 real right here. The fact that you actually had a playoff team. Right. And you're not able to get anything out of them speaks volumes about you. Right. When you have a championship level team, which the Saints do and you can't coach them. Like, what more do you need to see? Anybody that's defending him and talking about, man, is is early. Let me let me give you all an example, right? All right, so John Gruden ends up getting traded to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, if I'm not mistaken, right? But he built an Oakland Raider team that ended up going to the Super Bowl with Bill Callahan, right? Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson built the Super Bowl team in Dallas, right? All Barry Switzer had to come in, had to do is go ahead and coach it. He went to the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? We we see these things coming to fruition. So when you have a team that's really good and a coach can't get it out of them if another coach leaves, that speaks volumes. I mean, this is not a bad football team on paper. You know what I'm saying? It's not like you can't, you ain't got the right pieces in order for you to be formidable. So, you know, I'm just saying, like, anybody talking about giving them a chance, what, what, what has he done for you to be like, man, give him a chance? Andy, thank you very much for $2. Said DA Fruit Loop. Uh, <laughs> how we worse than last year with better talent. And Demarcus Collins, thank you very much for the $9.99. We're going to go to Keen Arthur. Keen Arthur, how you doing, man? I ain't doing too good, bro. I ain't never, I ain't never wanted to fight this much in my life, homie. <laughs> no, no lie. It's I ain't bad, never man. wanted to fight this much in my life. It's bad, bro. Like, hey man, everybody hit the like button, man. We got 555 people watching this right now. I ask that y'all hit the like button, okay? You ain't got to – I appreciate the donation, but you don't got to donate. Please just hit the like button. You know, I really appreciate that. But, King Arthur, go ahead, man. The fact that we got this many people up in here shows how much we love this team, bro, and it shows our level of frustration, bro, because we know that we could come to the, the State of the Saints podcast and let the world know that the that – Couch coaches, you hear me? Couch coaches can outcoach this dude. He trash, man. Couch coaches got more passion than that right. boy up there at the podium, and I'm glad that reporter called them out. Shouts out to Catherine Terrell, man. Straight up, she called them out. And that boy to get it. I almost cursed. My bad. That boy, <laughs> that boy hightailed it up out of there, bro. He hightailed it up out of there. Anybody got any other questions? How you going to halftime talking about some? Oh, I ain't say nothing to my players. Oh, I ain't say nothing, bro. TJ, if I was that coach, you know how I many clipboards would have been broke up in that uh up in that halftime? You know how I many jerseys would have been snatched? You Man. got no passion, bro. You got a champ championship level talent. You hear me? You got championship level talent, and you you pissing it away like it's day old gumbo. Mm. Because you scared to get in them boys' face. You scared you want to be the go along to get along coach, you hear me? That's what you want to do. What's your clock at? 
the one who turned around Eastside High. Let me get him as a coach. Man, you don't even need Joe Clark, to be honest with you. This team was already structured to win. Man, I, but look, you got to look at Mickey Loomis. And you got to look at, you know, Gail Benson and the rest of the, you know, the rest of the trust. Because they were so, like, bro, this this whole entire game tonight basically not only speaks volumes about this team, but about this organization as well. They were conservative with the hire. They were conservative uh, when it comes to the play call in the night. They've been conservative when it comes to the decision making. All, all everything about them has been completely conservative, and it's just sad. Like when you look around and you see what the talent is on this team, and then not to mention, you know, I I'm, look. I'm not saying that these dudes ain't hurt. I'm not saying that they ain't hurt. But what I am going to say is, he makes it very easy for them to sit on the sidelines and say I can't play, because I'm but, look if if because in reality, if Michael Thomas was as hurt as he has been the last four weeks. Why wasn't he on IR? Thanks. Seriously. So why wasn't he out on IR? So that tells you right there, oh, it's just week to week. I, I'll be back. I'll be ready. Like, it's just stuff like that, man, just tells me that he ain't it. Like, it, it's no, it's like, honestly, it's really, I understand about people being upset tonight, and I appreciate the passion. Once again, I see more passion on, in the chat. And on these calls, and I did the entire game. But what more can you do? Like, man, this bum needs to go. He need he needs to go. I look, I don't care if the Saints go on a run. I still feel like he needs to go. Because he, he is like he he sucks. He is not a good head coach, man. He is not, he is not a good head coach. Coordinator, he can coordinate my defense any day. As a coach, he sucks. Period. The level of incompetence that, that I've I've watched over the course of the season. And, and TJ, I was trying to be optimistic. You know? I was like, "Me too." Mm, you know, let him get his Me feet too. up under him. You know, mm-hmm. like it's, it's it's a big transition going from a coordinator to running the show. Yeah, we I think we all can acknowledge that. True. But the fact that you've been in this system basically since Sean Payton been here, you literally have no excuses, dog. You have no excuses when you got. I want to hear about Pete Carmichael. The play calling has been great to me over yep. the past few weeks. It has. The play caller has been great. I don't want to hear nothing about Pete Carmichael. Dennis Allen needs to go. I was I was a big advocate for you getting a chance, dog, but you showed me over this past four weeks that you don't know what you're doing. The players don't trust you, don't want to play for you. And the team from last year got more fight and more spirit than this team. And this team got more talent. Hmm. I'm tired of it, bro. I'm, I'm good. Seven weeks, I'm good, homie. Go I'm home, done. let somebody else take over the reins. At minimum, you need to be demoted back to a defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Demoted back to a defensive coordinator, go after Eric Bieniemy or somebody like that. Brian, hey, TJ, what Brian Flores is at? Uh, in Pittsburgh. Lord. He won he he assistance on the Pittsburgh Steelers staff. Well, I say go after him. Go after Brian Flores. I don't care if we go, we got what? 10 games left, 11 games? Hmm. Bro, I don't care if we go, I don't care if we win every game from here on out. It ain't going to be on account of his coach. It's going to be on, off the fact, like, how Carmelo been getting by off of his talent. Hmm. You really have, some people, you really don't have to coach. Like Steve Kerr, you ain't really got to coach the Warriors, dog. Them hmm. boys that talented. They're going to win games with their eyes closed. Yeah. 
It ain't gonna be because of you. Man, get the boy out of here, bro. I'm, I'm good. I'm yeah. good on this side. Like I say, man, I, look, man, I'm I'm so chill right now because I, I feel like there's no way, there's no way in hell this dude coming back. Like seriously, like like if this dude end up coaching this team once again, it, it, it's like. I feel like I feel like Saints fans need to boycott. Like I really no, honestly feel like I'm I'm being dead serious right now. Like this dude, he is not, he is not it. Look, I, I don't care. Like, man, argue with your with your with your people. This dude ain't it. Like, you get no stripes at all as a Saint fan saying, man, I believe. I believe too. I believe this dude suck. And I feel like every <laughs> single week. He, he's proving me right. I, I'm serious, and, man. Like you can have look, you can have all the belief in the world, but ain't no wins coming behind it. Like right. you know, what I'm saying you can sit up there. Yeah, I'm the only one around here that believe. I believe that this team is bad because he's the head coach. That's something you can believe in. But uh, Keenan, you, you got anything else, man? Just the last thing I'm gonna say. Let me when you put that put um Dennis Allen on the screen when that boy said, I hope. I was done. I was done with the interview. Yeah, well, that I boy said, it. "I hope." He said, "I hope." You don't have no confidence and no spine, dog. Yep. Like, man, I'm. T- I don't care. I'm talking that trash. But next week we on their head. Forget the cleanup. We on their head next week. This is a right. debilitating loss. And my guys gonna pull it together. We gonna handle handle business next week. Hmm. I don't care if it's true or not. You gotta let your players see that, bro. You gotta let them see that backbone. He ain't got one, man. He ain't got one. So, so you can't grow one overnight. Dude, just he's just not a good coach, man. That's just something that we just that's just something we just gonna have to accept, man. Like, look, I don't care. Like at at this particular point, if if other teams laughing or whatever, like y'all right, you know what I'm saying? Like the team is bad, the coach is bad. Like, what more can you do? Like, okay, I, I gotta sit here and take these jokes. If I was sitting up here, you know what I'm saying, being big and bold, talking about the Saints gonna win 12 games and all that kind of stuff, there. I gotta eat the crow that I'm that I uh said all these things. I'm cool with that. All I know is look, whatever happened this season just happened. But I know right. one thing this dude better not be coaching this team next year. Like, what <laughs> more do you need to see? Like, what more do you need to see from this dude? Like, this team looks like a mere shell of itself over even at their worst. Like, even at their worst, they they still didn't look this bad. And it was it was much worse than this last year. Like you had your whole offensive line out. Like you had like man, key players out left and right. You didn't even have no wide receiver. Come Chris Olave wasn't here. No Jarvis Landry. Michael Thomas was hurt. So all you had was basically what you came out there with tonight. Hey, bro, I'm gonna I'm, 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 I'm done. My last bright spot is the fact that Chris Olave to me is the offensive rookie of the year. Yep, that's it. And, I, and enjoy, I'm, I'm, I enjoy I'm, watching him. All right, man, Keno, you take it easy, man. Lord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much for 199. Said DA is the missionary position of coach. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. Tony says Slant Thomas needs to go get cut, released, wave, and whatever. He's doing nothing but collecting the check. And how dare people even put him in the same breath as the great Julio Jones? Uh, because like for the last couple of seasons, like he was on that trajectory. Then all of a sudden, I guess he just started getting hurt and realized he can't do it. I found this very funny, man. I'm gonna be honest with you. This this one hurt when some when somebody said that 
Michael Thomas missed four games with a toe injury. And Brian Robinson, the running back for the commanders, got shot in his leg twice and only missed four weeks. So a dude that could have had a life-threatening injury, a, a career-threatening injury, came back before Michael Thomas hit the field. That's pretty sad. I, I ain't gonna lie to you. That that is that is sad stuff right there. Uh we're gonna go to uh it's over. <laughs> it's over now. It's over now. <laughs> you suck. You suck. You suck. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's what it, every time you see Dennis Allen, uh, TJ, that's the song you're going to hear mm. from now on. <laughs> because that's exactly what he is right now. He suck. Yeah, he may suck, but I, I wouldn't even put him in the same bread as the great Kurt Angle. God, Doug. Kurt Angle <laughs> is Kurt Angle's main event at WrestleMania after WrestleMania. Uh-huh. And every, every time, ain't main event nothing. <laughs> Period. And every time, and every time Dennis Allen come up to the podium, my 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 reaction is going to be this: I am having a very bad day. I am in no mood. This today is one of the worst days that I've had in a long time. I'm not in the mood to play with anybody. That's the sound you're going to hear every time Dennis Allen come up to the podium and do something stupid. Hey, what you thought about the game tonight, Jerry? I mean, look, I, look I'm, I'm so I'm so disgusted at this dude, man. To be honest with you, bro, like I'm like I'm literally like sitting up here, like y'all y'all may think that I'm just doing this for dramatic effect. But I am not, man. I'm telling y'all, like, I'm at a loss for words, man. Like, it, it is bad business, man. Like, I want this dude on my sidelines, like yesterday, like for real, like last <laughs> week. Like, I, I've seen enough. Yeah, I, I'm serious, man. I've I seen. It's like when uh, what Charles Brown with the left tackle, and then I mean, the Sean Payne came to party said, "I see the duff." I've seen enough, bro. Like, this there's nothing this dude can show me. I don't look. I don't care if the Saints come out here and they beat the Raiders fifty to nothing. I still want this bum off my sidelines. Like seriously, man, get get him out of here. You only gonna be setting this team back further and further and further if you decide to keep this dude on. Right. Dude, let, let let me let me tell you something, TJ. Okay, the first half, everything was clicking in all cylinders. Get get around late in the first half, and it don't do two pick sixes, bruh. Two, not one, but two. Pick and let me, hold on, and hold 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 that. I I will be remiss to say this, <laughs> but if Jameis Winston would have threw those two pick sixes, y'all mm-hmm. would have been lighting this comment section 
up. Man, so, it'd be lit. So, I, I want the same time. Look, I don't care. Look, I'm not trying to make a quarterback controversy, but I want that same energy for that decision-making that y'all would have did if Jameis Winston <laughs> would have threw them picks or if Taysom Hill would have threw them picks. I want the same energy. People are quiet at church mice. I'm seeing people mad at Dennis Allen, but I ain't seeing people talking about Andy Dalton in the decision-making, turning the ball over in the, in the red zone. And also, now that first pick six, that wasn't his fault. But that second one, let's talk about that one. That's all that I got to say. Keep it a buck, for real. Like, seriously. Like, keep it, keep it 100. I, I've mm-hmm. seen this for weeks, man. I told you, man, look how Andy look. Look how Andy, the command of the offense. Andy, dog, look how he commanded the offense. He command. Look how he command. Like, he commanded. Command for what? Two pick sixes. Okay, I give him one. One pick six by Isaiah Simmons that he threw to that boy. I want the same energy, Jerry. Seriously, I want the same energy. Y'all I know what look, you mean. Y'all can get on this Dennis Allen band. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can jump on it too. But keep that same energy. The the email, TJ man, Andy Dalton, he's looking man. pretty good right now, bro. You, I mean, I don't know, I it's like James, but, uh, but uh, but what? I, nah, bro, nah, that same bro. That, no, that 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 dog ain't gonna hunt here, bro. That that ship ain't gonna sell, bro. Yep, I'm just saying. I I, I, I do. I don't even want to hear. Oh, oh, Jerry, you gotta give Dennis out a chance. I mean, give him a chance for what? Here we are sitting at two and five. We should have been at least. Five and two in reverse. Hmm. It should have been two and five in reverse. Hmm. Yeah. And I, and, and dude, dude, bro. And Paul, I, and Paul I, I, hey, dude, Paul, I'm you're tired of the same hey. stuff over and over and over and over and over and over. Ain't nothing going to change, bro. And we're already seven weeks in the yep. season right now. Yep. Sitting at two and five, and we got the Ravens coming. We might, we might be two and six against them. Yep. The time is now, TJ. The time is now to get this team back on their P's and their Q's and everything they need to do to try to get back to where they need to be. Because I am tired of seeing them week after freaking week losing a game which should be winnable. Hmm. I'm tired of it, bro. It's got, I'm, I'm like the late Owen Hart. Enough is enough. And it's and time for change, change, bro. Right, it's right. time for change, bro. I'm tired of it. Yeah, I'm tired of it too, man. It, it's already rough. Just win and- a freaking game. I don't care about the playoffs. I don't care about the Super. Just win a freaking game. Just but- win a game. That's all we want. Yeah, That's Jerry, all the who that nation want, bro. Jerry, I, I promise you, man. When I when I, I think people think I was joking when I said, man, them boys look like 93. But I'm telling you. <laughs> It is. I'm dead serious. If you follow the Saints back in the 90s, the Saints can be up 14 to nothing. And you still don't feel comfortable. I'm I'm telling you, the Saints came out the gate. They scored on the opening drive. A big, Mm -hmm. long play, you know, to Rasheed Shaheed yet again. And we don't see him again. That's a story for another day. We got to keep these these topics rolling. But – once again, just like they did in 93, they have a big lead and then they find some way to squander it. Oh, oh this this mm-hmm. team is bad because the coaching is bad. And like I say, you look, 
I don't care what transpires. I don't care if they just going this <laughs> crazy. I still don't want this bum on my sideline. I'm I'm dead serious. I do look. I've had enough of Dennis Allen Dude. to last me a lifetime. Like I, I seen I seen enough, yes. man. Dude, the, 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 TJ, TJ, I mean, you know what? You know what that's you know what this kind of remind me of. You remember that story, Humpty Dumpty that sat on the wall that had a great big fall? Mm -hmm. That's exactly what we're seeing right now with this Saints team. They they sat on the wall and had a big lead, and then they had a great big fall and let the other team come back and beat them. Mm. And you yeah. and as you mentioned, the coaching, the play calling, bruh. It, yeah. I, 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 I'm like you, TJ. I don't want to see this man on my team either. Get this man off my team as soon as freaking possible. Yeah. Please. Look. It said, let's be honest, TJ, since Dalton been starting, the offense has looked really good uh, with the exception of the same trash that showed uh, us uh, who they were last year. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear because that sounds like an excuse to me, bro. Like, you can like them all day, but call call a spade a spade. I, look, just like I had to come on this show when Jameis was throwing picks, and I was like, okay, man, look, that wasn't a good play. That wasn't this, like – we ain't making no excuses that's your guy roll with him and and, and call him out the way that y'all was calling out james winston okay one it's amazing to me how one guy develops a reputation and all of a sudden like y'all attach that and then y'all be like okay you know what i'm saying yeah that's it it is who he is but this man threw three interceptions one in the red zone i i'm not gonna count the one mm -hmm. for callaway and he threw another pick six all i'm saying is hold this dude accountable i ain't saying you gotta throw Throw them away because there's some validity behind what you said about the offense improving. Yes, it is. It looks better than it has over the last couple of weeks. But still, that don't negate the fact that y'all need to be calling boy out for the turnovers now. Seriously. Bruh. Like, now don't be Dude. quiet now because, you know what I'm saying, because now it's time for the chickens to come home to roost now. That's, that's all I got to say. Like, you can that can be your guy. and you. There's, a, there's some good points, but all I'm saying is, don't throw the brick and hide your hand because we all know if Jameis Winston would have had a game like this, we would have been lining up like it was in the 90s when we used to have to get our food stamps. We would have been lined up like that to tell me and everybody else why this dude ain't the guy. So all I'm saying is hold y'all, hold the guy accountable just like y'all want to hold Jameis Winston accountable and Taysom Hill when he turned the ball over last year. <laughs> Call it for what it is. That's all I'm saying. Don't 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 just be like that. Same energy, bro. Keep that's, the same energy. Keep that same energy. That's all I got. That's all I got to say. But Jerry, man, thank you so much, man. I got a few more calls to get to. I, I appreciate it, man. No problem, TJ. And uh, but like I said, I mean, I mean, we can get mad all we want about about this, but you know, it's, it's going to be like this. Every, if I guess if it's going to be like this every week, just just ride along with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, shoot, I, I don't look. It's not a deal breaker for me, but I just want that bum off my sidelines. That's all I got to see. Like, <laughs> I just want my sideline, and I'll be straight. Jerry, thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right, TJ, all right. take care, bro. All right, you too. Yeah, I just want the bum off my sidelines. Okay, like I said, man, Andy Dalton did pretty good tonight. You know what I'm saying? For the most part, you know, what I mean, what he had about 360 some odd yards. What he had about three six two four touchdown, three picks, something like that. You know. So, for all those people out there, man, the Saints, man, this a quarterback-driven league here. We we need to throw the ball all over the place. Well, 360 yards, the Saints uh, threw 361 yards, 
total. Well, if you combine Taysom Hill's two for two for 48, 409 yards, four touchdowns, three picks. But guess what? It all resorted in an L. Okay, so for all the people, man, man, running the football ain't going to get us where we need to be. 361 yards, four touchdowns, three interceptions. So take that to the bank. That's why teams need identities. And, and y'all stop falling in love with the deep ball, man. Look, look what Mahomes did. He looked at me and threw a ball 62 yards. So the freak what? Did they win though? Okay, 361 yards Andy Dalton had and did it resort in the win? Did it resort in the win? I'm going to let Bishop Bonewinkle answer that question for y'all. Did, did, did they win? Hell no. To the no, no, no. Hell to the no. We're going to talk about it tonight. Andy, thank you very much for the $10. Says I'll take that nickel and diamond true breeze. <laughs> that deep pass is overrated. Look, how I say, man, you know, you don't know what you have until it's gone. I mean, you take you take that great quarterback play for granted and you feel like, oh, man, with this offense, anybody can do it. Told y'all, man, Drew Brees is special. If everybody can do what Drew Brees do, how special would he be? Uh, Sunshine, thank you very much for the $10. Says uh, Dennis Gump got to <laughs> Dennis Gump. <laughs> Dennis Gump got to go because if he don't, we won't show. You ain't lying. Taysom throw four picks in a game, nothing. Dalton throw three in a game, it's cool. Jameis throws picks, he's trash. Vito, thank you very much. All I'm saying is, look, I will give Andy Dalton credit. Offense has improved under him, his watch, but the dude did throw two pick sixes tonight, three interceptions, turnover in a red zone, which you don't want, which the Saints struggle with. So all I'm saying is, Call a spade a spade. I ain't saying you got to tell him, look, even if you still feel like he needs to be a starter for the foreseeable future, I need y'all to have that same criticism, okay? Because your boy, your boy screwed your boys over in that, in that first half and they could not, they could not uh, recover from that. 552 people watching this right now, please hit the like button if you have not already. Dennis Allen said, it's not my fault. Man, please. It is your fault. And you need to get your bum tail off off my sidelines. Please. Pretty please. EJB praise. How you doing? EJ, how you doing? Can you hear me? All right, we're going to move on. We're going to go to Aaron. Aaron, how you doing, man? Yo, I just got to play my new PS5, dog. Yeah. Well, hopefully it gave you as much delight and pleasure as watching this trash display of a football team as of right now the new orleans saints and they trash head coaches dennis allen but what you got for us man look those of who know me my moniker is it's black and gold until we dead and cold always no matter what <laughs> even if i'm with that i'm here to say saint season's over with y'all man for real it's over i mean it doesn't matter it doesn't matter who the opposing team has in your lineup whether it be backups or backups backups i it, you I put a lot of this blame, not even just on Dennis Allen's shoulder. I put it on the defensive line shoulders. Cameron Jordan, Anya Mata, who's having the biggest sub, sub of them all. It makes no sense to me. Davenport having the second biggest. He gets he gets close because he's at home. You know, I can't I can't even knock Cam Jordan. I can't because when he was in his prime, the dude was giving you everything, everything and an additional change. 
Like we should like everybody expected Cameron Jordan to have this stump that we're seeing. Like he's at that age. So I'm not mad at Cameron Jordan. I hope that he goes to the Saints Ring of Honor. I even hope he makes a case for himself for a Hall of Fame with his resume. He that's should. How, like that's how respect that's how much he has earned my respect. So no matter what he does in, in today's in today's day and age with the Saints, I got nothing but love for the guy. Mm. But yeah. overall, I say you we need to consider following in the Panthers' footsteps. Because if you guys don't know, the Panthers just traded Christian McCaffrey to the San Francisco 49ers for a slew of draft picks. Yep. A second rounder, a third rounder, a fourth rounder, and a fifth rounder. The Saints may need to consider that option. The Saints are over fifty million above uh, over the cap from next year. They got an aging roster on their defense on their defensive side. Right? The defense they need to consider offloading some of them, looking into recouping some value in theirs and some key players, and just rebuilding from the new nucleus that's forming up. That new nucleus is listed as follows: Chris Olave, Pete Warner. Alante Taylor, you know, you still got Marshawn Lattimore, who's still going to be there. Paulson Adebo, he's going to bounce back in his third year. I believe that. You've got Trevor Penning. You've got – you need to get a running back in the draft, whether it be B. John Robinson or whoever else. you mm-hmm. gotta get, you got to get someone under contract so you're not worried about that position. Right. You need to reinvent your tight end room. As much as we love Jawan Johnson and how good of a game he had tonight, that – that entire tight end room is mainly by committee. And when you look at these high-powered offenses, these efficient offenses that are both running and throwing the football, take the 49ers with George Kittle, maybe even the, maybe even the Eagles with, Dan, with Dallas Goddard, the Chiefs with uh, Travis Kelsey, the Ravens with Mark Andrews, the Lions even with TJ Hawkinson. You need a prominent tight end in that in that locker room. It can't be by committee anymore. You've been getting by with tight end by committee for the past three seasons, and now we're starting to bite you in the butt. Adam Chapman's having some having having a better year to date, but he's not enough to get you over the, over that over that hump. He's not. He has a mm-hmm. he has a respectable floor, but he's already he's already crashing to a ceiling. All right, facts are facts. I'm not too. I'm not too upset with the Marcus May. Uh, Marcus May signing. Like a lot of us are saying, Marcus Williams needs to be retained for good reason because he fit the Saints Saints defense and what they want to do with a super high safety. And his range is elite. All right, I'm not taking anything away from Marcus Williams, but Marcus May, from what I've seen, like just from watching the film, you see week by week he's progressing. And I think he's going to take that next step going into year two of his three year deal next year. I do believe that. I'm kind of disappointed in Tyron Matthew. Kind of disappointed knowing like what I was hoping for and what did I he play tonight? You know, <laughs> like, I'm just wondering. Like, what, I, I mean, say, I, I seen I seen him out there with the gummy green suit on, but I'm like, he made it. He made a couple. Was, of was good he plays. out there? Like, I ain't seen. Like, he made a couple of good plays. He made a, he made a couple of good plays in the run game. He came away with four tackles on the night. Oh, okay, okay. Four, so not going to knock him for that. Overall, yeah. like. It's just that time, guys. Like, we've been playing. We have been playing 
with this roster for the longest time. We've been betting on it, and it hit us in the ass. It hit us in the ass. We are long overdue for a losing season. Hmm. And the yeah. one final thing I have to note, uh-huh. Mickey Loomis. Uh, Mickey Loomis has a lot he needs to answer for. Oh, yes. The Marcus Williams trade, the Marcus Williams being let go is one thing. I was even on board with the City Deuce trade until I saw what was happening. The missed tackles, the low energy, we took that for granted. Mickey Loomis took that for granted. Mm-hmm. The running backs getting to the edges, City Deuce had that responsibility. Yep. You should have you should have done better to try to beat that man in the middle, pay him what he was worth, mm-hmm. and just have and have at least, at least something to build off of it so the young nucleus going forward. Right. Because you're relying on old man Chris Harris, old man Bradley Roby, who's flailing arms like a noodle uh, on the perimeter, whereas CD Deuce was sitting there making tackles. And now look, now look what he's doing. As a, as a free safety with a Philadelphia Eagles sitting at 6-0, and he has more interceptions on the year than the New Orleans Saints altogether. Hmm. You decided to let that go for an aging Bradley Roby. You let that go for a Tyron Matthew who hasn't done what he was paid to do so far. Why? Hmm. I don't know what it is with Mickey Loomis and paying defensive backs, thinking he could just – plug and play anybody back there with his with his head coach, but there are there are just some guys you cannot let walk out of your building. Mm-hmm. I am regretting that I am regret I'm eating crow right now. The CD Deuce look like he should never have walked out of that building. Ever. Yeah. I yeah. will I, I am happy for a season release though. For all the flight I gave him going into the season. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Our yeah. best offensive I'm, line. Yep. Playing playing better than everybody on that O line. You gotta you know, you got to give uh, Cesar Reeves uh, credit, you know, like he he has really stepped up. And I mean, he even got a shout out, you know, during the game, you know, because of how much he improved. So, so look, all, all I'm saying, look, it, it it's time. It's time to do something, you know, like look, you about to gift wrap the Philadelphia Eagles, probably a top five, top 10 pick. So you need to find some way to try to counteract that. So I don't I don't know how you're going to do it. I don't know who you can be able to get rid of. I don't know who you can trade for. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm telling you, man, the Calvary ain't coming. Like, I don't care if Jarvis Landry and Michael Thomas play the next time. Like, so? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I don't think – like, it doesn't matter. Like, they can go out there and put up as many points they want, but the defense ain't stopping nobody. If teams can go – like, man, the Saints are – I said this on Twitter. The Saints are the get-right team. That's That's who they are. Like, think about this. Carolina, a train wreck, but yet they beat the Saints, right? The Arizona Cardinals have not won a game, I think, in eight tries at home. They were 0-8. I mean, the Saints let them win. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, now they won in eight. Uh, they had a third-string running back. Third string. And they had this dude out here looking like he was Mar- uh, Marshawn Lynch or something. Tyler, I mean, Kyler Murray been playing like trash. He goes out there have a, a, a formidable game. I, they, they are a get-right team. If the Saints are on your schedule, no matter what you're going through, your, your quarterback going to get his confidence back because he's going to look like Joe Montana. The running back going to have confidence because he's going to look like an all-pro. It's just what it is, man. Like, th- this is 
the team. And I just, like I said, the Calvary ain't coming. It, it's different like when, you know, Drew Brees hurt his thumb or something like that, and they, if they were struggling, you know Drew going to come back and man the offense. The Calvary ain't coming. I don't care, I don't care who comes back. This team, like, this team cannot get out of their own way. And until Dennis Allen is off that sidelines, I don't feel like there's no signs of letting up. So we might well just go ahead and strap in like your, your favorite ride at, at Six Flags or some other amusement park and just realize that, you know what I'm saying, like it's, it's going to be a bumpy ride. It's just what it is. It's just this is a bad football team, man, in my, in my honest opinion. Aaron. Now, I don't feel like nothing. Look, I don't feel like there's nobody coming through that door that's going to be able to save this team this year. It is what it is. Look, I will say, I don't care about the first-round pick, bro. Everybody's going to make a big deal about the Eagles trading to get a first-round pick from us. I don't care. I don't give a shit. Excuse my language. I just mm. don't care. Mm. Like, when was the last time the Saints have put together consecutive hits with their first-round picks anyway? Good point. Like, Chris Olave is looking like a stud, a stud and a half. No. And what I've, what from the very small sample size, I've seen with Trevor Penning because I've watched him from the University of Northern Iowa. Mm-hmm. Trevor Penning is looking like that guy that's going to be a cornerstone piece for your run game going into next year. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm honestly fine with that, TJ. Yeah. Everybody who's making a big deal out of their first-round pick, yeah, uh, if you want to cry, go to your mama. If you want to pray that you want to get a lower, uh, at least a mid-tier first-rounder for the Eagles, you want to pray, go to church. I mean, I guess they look – like I say, Aaron, I think they're looking at the fact that, okay, if they're picking in the top five, they'll be able to get a franchise quarterback. But like I said, based on – like I'm telling you, man, based on what I see is some of these backups, like I, I, I keep on lobbying. Tyler Hundley. Like if you don't want to go with uh, Andy or you don't go with uh, James, Tyler Hundley would be a guy. I mean, they got some, they got some guys that are serving as backups right now that can be starters in this league. So it not all is lost if you can't get the quarterback that you feel like you want. And then we we seen, you know, like in, in, in years past that those first round draft picks don't really pan out at the quarterback position. It'd be guys that maybe like in the second round or something like that. So you can still find gems, right? And, and then, you know, you can still find gems in, in, the, in the second round, you know, as far as, you know, being at the quarterback position. You know, your quarter, the, the greatest quarterback in Saints history was drafted in the second round. Shoot, Drew Brees was drafted in the second round. So, I mean, you, you can find guys. But at the end of the day, it is what it is, man. This is our team. We're just going to have to deal with it, man. So yeah. strap in because it's going to be a very, very long season. But, Aaron, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate, uh, you know, your commentary and everything like that. And before you go, just let everybody know how they can get in touch with you. Yeah, man. So I have my own podcast, guys. I haven't been doing much content lately. If you guys don't know, I have a I have a sick grandmother who has liver cancer. So content has been sporadic, but I'm slowly getting back into it. I had a big blessing today, courtesy of TJ, uh, some other Saints podcasts that I watch, and Amy Dash. I finally got my own car, so – that's great, man. <laughs> yeah, it's happy been, to hear that, man. Yeah, it's amazing. So, thank you, TJ, for inspiring me. You, you were my first inspiration to start my own platform in the first place. If not for you, I would the door wouldn't have been opened up for me the way it is right now. Man, so, you guys, you guys want to just support me, uh, and as I get back into making content, my uh, my channel is called BNG Breakdown Podcast here on YouTube. YouTube.com, search BNG Breakdown Podcast. That's your boy, Budak Davis. If you guys are over on Twitter, hit me up at Dats Davis, all 
uppercase letters. That's Davis. That's underscore Davis on Twitter. I have a Facebook page. Uh, I'm doing some revamping of that, so that's going to be coming in a little later. Same thing for my Instagram, but my YouTube and my Twitter are my main two plate on my main two places where you can where you can find me. We can talk Saints football. Yeah. Well, man, y'all make sure that y'all follow the uh, BNG Breakdown podcast, and I'll make sure that y'all follow Aaron uh, on Twitter, man. Good luck to you, man. Look forward to the content that you're going to create and uh, some of the work that you're doing about the team, man. You have a good night, and uh, my yeah. prayers are for you and your family, man. Yeah, I appreciate you. Y'all be blessed. Everyone in the chat, be blessed. Your boy is going to die. Yeah, all right. And shouts out to Aaron, man. And uh, like I said, prayers for uh, his grandmother. Pray for her strength. Pay for uh pray for his family strength, you know. Uh we're gonna go to uh EJB. E- hey, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm doing okay. Uh thank you for I'm calling in. I appreciate your patience. Um well, I'm what, what, always here. I always watch your podcast. I just never get on because I <laughs> I just <laughs> I mean I'll type in the chat, but I uh, won't come on. But I'm glad you asked me to come back on today. I'm glad. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah, thank thank you for being here. And um, you know, I, I appreciate it. You know, you, you shouldn't, you know, never be nervous or anything like that. You can always chime in. I mean, we all fans and we all love the team at the end of the day. Uh what, right, so, what, right. so so what you got for us? Couple things. Um, I was going to mention the Jameis thing. I had wrote these notes down mm-hmm. as I was listening, but you you took care of that for me. Um, I do want to say that the first two interception really wasn't Andy Dalton's fault. However, mm-hmm. it still is accredited to him as an interception. So, you know, I just think Marquez Callaway is he just he just ain't it. He has to go for it. He just is not it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Kyler Murray in the past few games, maybe about the last four games, mm-hmm. the only thing he's ever been able to do throughout the whole game was kick field goals. Hmm. Now, all of a sudden, he's scoring five and six touchdowns in, in the game on the Saints, of hmm. course. I mean, I have been a longtime Saints fan. I am 52 years old. Hmm. And I mean, I was here in the bum Phillip days, okay? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My brothers used to take me, take us to the game. We had paper bags on our hands, okay? Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it's just the fact that Kyler Murray, this dude, if we couldn't contain him, we're not going to beat the Eagles because Jalen Hurts has already beaten us twice. One with Drew Brees, mm-hmm. and Drew Brees got hurt. I mean, yeah, he got hurt in that game. And once with, um, well, not Drew Brees, Carson Wentz got hurt and then, Jalen Hurts came in and finished us off. And then last year he came, he beat us in the same, in the same dome in Philly. And mm-hmm. this year we're going to him again. That's another question I have, but that has nothing to do with right. my frustration. I'm just so frustrated because my dad said in the beginning of the season when Sean Payton left, that whole regime should have left with him. And I argued with my daddy about it. Mm. I said, Dad, no, I think Dylan Allen gonna be okay. Pete Carmichael is there. He'll be able to be the aggressive caller that I know that the team needs. Yeah. Well, I've been proven wrong. Hmm. And 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 I want to just say this last one thing mm-hmm. that um, I don't like Tom Brady. I really don't. <laughs> but I can't stand Tom Brady. I never liked him. Mm-hmm. I thought I hated the Patriots. 
but it was really Tom Brady I didn't like. Hmm. In, anyway, yeah, um, but I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people feel that way, you know, about Tom Brady, you know, <laughs> right, right. And 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 there's one thing that he said, he says, the object of the game is to be the team with the most points on the board at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. It, don't, it don't matter if it's an ugly win, it's still, I still have the most points, and that's yeah. what I play for. Right. There was, there would have been, if it had been any other quarterback out there this tonight, if it had been. Tom Brady, if it had been Aaron Rodgers, if it had been Patrick Mahomes, they would have taken advantage of the fact that we had no CDs back there. Mm-hmm. They would have been in the end zone more than just four times that Colin Murray got in. There wouldn't right. have been no rushing for them. I think that Dennis Allen needs to go. He needs to go, and so does Pete Carmichael. And we need to just get a whole, we just need to rebuild the whole team over again. Right. You know, I am back at the feeling I had prior to in the in the 70s and late 70s and the 80s, where we just wasn't the team. We was the team to be practiced on and then you went somewhere else and that's where you got your success. Right. So I just think that we just need to start all over again. Yeah, just I mean, look, I I seen enough of this coaching staff. I, I'm serious. Like, there's nothing they can show me that can make me feel otherwise. Like, I, I'm just, man, I'm I'm look. I want them to to finish this season out, you know, putting forth effort. But after this, right. I just want that bum off my sidelines. I'm serious. All I want right. Dennis. I want Dennis Allen off my sidelines like yesterday. Like, if they would, if they would fire him on his way to the airport, I wouldn't. I wouldn't shed a tear. Like right. he is. He is like destroying not only the morale of this team, but the morale of the who that nation. Like this, these right. some dark times right here. Like you, you know right. what I'm talking about. You know, you like you say you've been a Saint fan for a long time. I right. like 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 them like them old uh Christian soldiers used to say, I'd have came too far. <laughs> I'd have came too far to turn this around. Is too much. Right. This and one too- last thing, PJ, one last thing. When I look. And I saw at the beginning of the game, when I saw who was the, the officiating crew, I said, mm-hmm. oh, we lost the game. Mm-hmm. I knew in the beginning that I even put it on my, my um, timeline on, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. We lost the game because this Jerome Bozier and the crew that he had, right. they really don't particularly care for the Saints. Right. They did. They were the officiating crew in the, um, in the Tampa Bay game. Hmm. Where we got all those penalties. Yeah. Notice that notice that the penalties didn't start coming for um the Cardinals until the third quarter. They got mm-hmm. their first penalty in the third quarter. Yeah. Saints were getting all the penalties. I just I'm not saying that they weren't warranted. Like there was a time that Colin Mer- that um I forget which one got a little chop, uh, a chop block at uh, outside the box, and that's when they went in uh, for no the two point conversion, got right? The two point conversion, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With and, uh, and Zach Ertz, Zach Ertz with the right, yeah. mm-hmm. right. That should that that should have been a penalty as well when when the defensive play when the offensive player chop blocked outside the box. Why mm-hmm. didn't he call that? And it was so obvious. Everybody saw it, so it was even notated in the um, in the commentary. But yeah. I thank you for having me on the show. Oh, I no really problem. love what you're doing. Hey, I really, you. really do. Thank you. All thank right. you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for calling in. 
All right, thank you. Bye bye. All right, All right. bye bye. Yeah, shouts out to EJ. I mean, shouts out to her calling in. Shouts out to everybody you know that that called in tonight. I'm gonna go ahead and go through like the chat. Uh, once again, you know, we open up the phone lines. Uh, next show, um, I open up the phone lines again and get your thoughts about uh what transpired. Michael Thomas says, Dennis Allen, thank for the rest of these past few weeks. I did it. <laughs> right, these fake accounts are hilarious. Let's see, it's the real accounts. I doubt that. Please stop trashing me, man. You trash yourself. I'm just, I'm just letting everybody know the obvious. Uh, I have never seen a coach literally run from the question like that. I have, you know, and usually they end up getting fired in the process. Uh, <laughs> red BB guns. <laughs> it sucks. I won't say he sucks, man. I just think that some of his decision making warrants criticism. And not to mention, he sucks on primetime. Like, anybody been following this show since I don't, I've been doing it, there's a reason why I call him 12 o'clock Danny. I mean, Andy. I, I called him that even when he was in Cincinnati. So, you know, he, he plays really good, like, around 12 o'clock. Then when the lights get bright, you know, that's when he turned into Kirk Cousins. Well, he was the first Kirk Cousins, to be honest with you. How many interceptions did Javis wish to throw tonight? Uh, zero. That two-point conversion was sus from the refs. Yeah, they even called that out on national TV. Uh, I'm glad that they didn't show the game on my TV. <laughs> uh, let's see. Dennis Allen, do better, bro. He can't. Uh, let's see. Tell DA at the end of the year, run for his run out of NOLA. I agree. Uh, hey, Mike, I got some new route packages for next year. <laughs> See, hey, Dennis, how are you typing and running at the same time? <laughs> uh, I understand that people don't want to rebuild where well, they need to. DA, go away. Don't come back another day. <laughs> uh, let's see. Marv, uh, Jameis Winston threw three uh, interceptions and two pick sixes. No, that's what he did. I wasn't sure. I, saw, I thought he was on the sidelines most of the night. We will get better next week. Man. He said, what? Hold on. We say we go get better next week. The next time you get in trouble, call a crackhead. Sounds somewhere, man. We ain't trying to hear that. Recall Dennis Allen. Recall Mickey Loomis. Recall <laughs> the toy you can trail. And all the city hall. Recall the beat of Limit Dust. Man, y'all crazy, man. Uh, yes, Antron. Let's see, Dennis Allen. I thought y'all was going to be a physical football team. Hmm, I don't know what he's talking about. I guess he means physically present because I know they ain't talking about physical on the football team on, on the football field. I, I swear, man, this game, like from these Saints players, it was like, man, let's just go ahead and get this over with. That's that's how it was. Like, you ain't really see no fire, no desire, no nothing. It's like, man, let's just go ahead and get this over with. I actually like how the offense looked. Yeah, me too. I wasn't mad at it. Uh, okay, uh, Dennis, but we are playing the Raiders. Barbara, uh, in how many games? Dennis, are you leaving next week so we can win? <laughs> really, please. <laughs> Let me stroll down a little bit, man. Y'all, y'all funny on here tonight. We need these last, man, because clearly the Saints don't give you nothing, you know, to be happy about. TJ, if we fire DA midseason, what coach do we go after? I don't know. I, I I haven't seen the landscape because, quite honest, you know, to be fair, I wasn't looking because I felt like, you know, you had to be a straight up 100% bum to like 
really sabotage this team for this team not to be a playoff contender but hey look where we at i mean i tried to give him a chance i tried to man i went out here like man dennis allen you know he i, I wasn't trying to like look for other coaches so i really don't know what's out there but i guarantee you next show i will if dennis allen says anything about cleanup i fire him on the spot like uh they did herman that was arizona state you don't ride back with the team catch the bus trey i'm gonna be honest with you him talking about cleaning up is equivalent to denver bronco fans uh getting mad at russell wilson saying bronco nation let's ride that, that's kind of like what it is to me i mean it's, it's like and he he caught himself tonight he was about to say some things that we need to clean up i think he said dust up so now he now now y'all done cleaned up now it's time to dust up i guess because you know you know how you mop a floor and the floor is shiny and then all of a sudden maybe somebody will come in your kid or your or your wife or your husband you know and you might track a little dust on the floor and you get the dirt devil dust buster i guess they 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 cleaned up now it's time to dust up you're trying to get the dust off the floor but i'm telling you dennis allen has missed plenty of spots on that floor because like you ever you ever your mom ever told you to mop a floor and then she come in inspecting and be like this floor ain't clean look at this spot right here this spot right here that's dennis allen right he up there smiling with, with with all 32s and like oh this flow clean and then all of a sudden we looking up in this thing like man what the heck are you talking about flow about as dirty as it was when i first asked you to mop it oh uh, let's see i'm not getting fired why are we having this conversation <laughs> it shouldn't be no conversation tj i bet pac-man can coach better than da yeah because pac-man before he went to sleep tonight was like run the football right you even even packing would like run the football them conservative play calls dennis allen why is the defense trash because he trash uh swear we won uh that falcon game and called it a season yeah that's our super bowl right there let's see zone not working top receivers relaxing grand hill play <laughs> uh snake bite uh eyes mike he laughing he laughing too man i'm glad everybody getting a little laugh tonight man we need one saints keep hurting themselves nobody to blame but themselves dennis allen is not a good head coach that's the <laughs> that's the understatement of the decade uh when uh you can admit your own faults and keep making the same mistakes over and in uh complete denial of it well i guess you know he got to be like man well i got to coach this team but this man is completely dejected and i can only imagine the, the locker room is too TJ, you called they lost earlier today. I, I mean, look, I'm telling you, I, I mean, it didn't give me, it didn't give me any type of pleasure to do, but this team not very good. Uh, our schedule just gets tougher, which makes this even more hilarious. Uh, let's see. I don't care uh, who we are. and I don't even know who we are anymore. I guess that's what you're saying. I don't even know who we are anymore. We lost our way. I like Dennis Allen and respect him, but the message is not getting through. Uh, DA has to go. Uh, look, I respect him as a defensive coordinator, as a head coach. Uh, I lost all respect for him because this man has made this. It, this man has turned this team into uh, a soft football team, Cottonelle soft, uh, posturepedic pillow soft. Okay, I mean he got this team like looking real, real soft. Uh, Eddie Murphy. Because I said soft. Because I said soft. So what? I said I spell it. S-O-F capital T, soft. Being soft, man. All right? I ain't much to respect. I respect him as a defensive coordinator if he was just coordinating the defense, but this man sucks, man. <laughs> Grant Hill. <laughs> uh, 
when we lost Aaron Glenn, our secondary is trash. Uh, no, I, when you lost CD Deuce and Marcus Williams, that is when your secondary got trash. I blew the entire team up except Lattimore, Kamara, Ramchek, Taylor, Warner, Lave. Get uh 10 to 12 picks in the next year's draft and let's run it. Uh Saints moved the ball well. <laughs> you gotta find optimism in the, in there. Yeah, they did move the ball well. Uh we want to keep uh Shahid, yeah, and ready uh to go uh throughout the game. Yeah, let them know about it. Second week, second game in a row. This man, you dial up a play for him, which was the same play that they ran the second game from scrimmage. They just ran into the opposite side, if you want to be honest. It's, it was the same play. You even had Kevin White. Like, Kevin White almost scored for the first time in his career tonight. And, man, bro, that ain't my problem. Let's see. Vincent, uh, we were saying the same thing tonight. He doesn't even support his teammates, shaking my head, but I don't want to trade Mike T. Yeah, Mike Michael Thomas. Yeah, he like he's a good he's a good football player, but I, I question him as a teammate. Like I don't really see him on the sidelines. I don't see him too much encouraging guys unless he actually at the game. I, I just feel like that type of behavior kind of it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not saying you got to be over there coaching, but as as great as you are as the wide as a wide receiver, there's some things that you probably can tell these young guys to look at. But, you know, when you're not on the sidelines, you know, for games and, you know, when you are, it's like you gracing everybody with your presence. And then on top of that, you know, you basically, you know, not really in the lineup as much. It just it just rubs people the wrong way. And not to mention, you know, all the wide receivers on the team meet up with Jameis Winston, who's going to be the starting quarterback at the beginning of the season. And you know where to be found. And I understand he was like, I'm getting my work in. I get all that. But. Look, man, sometimes, you know, it's good to be present. Just just seeing that you that you're there. I feel like that goes a long way to me. You know, I'm not saying that Michael Thomas is a diva, but I can see why people would think that he has diva tendencies. I'm not saying and I look, I'm not saying that you trade him because I, I wouldn't trade him. But I'm just saying like he like I just feel like. Man, when when you're that good people look at you as a leader they want to be like you they inspire you to play the same type of game as you uh, i i just feel like if he says something people want to hear and it's not like you know you can't go to the games it's just the fact he don't want to it's just that simple uh the best coach in the league <laughs> trade mike t to green bay of chicago for a first and a second and a high second he don't want to be here anymore blake who gonna give him a who gonna give the saints well, I'll take that back. Maybe they would. If you're going to give a second, a third, and a fourth for Chris McCaffrey, who haven't been playing much, you know, and been dealing with injuries, so maybe they could. I'll take that back. Uh, I'm tired of Michael Thomas. Like, TJ, this is ridiculous. What's the point of paying him all the money and he can't stay on the field? That's a fair, that's a fair take. I can understand. You know, I, I can understand why people are just tired and want to wash their hands of Michael Thomas. You know, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's hurt, but, you know, I don't know, man. I, I see guys out there trying to battle. Like, even like, you may not even like Traquan Smith, but Traquan Smith, this man has had a separated shoulder for I don't know how long. It's been, this is like the second game where he fell on his shoulder, had to, had to leave, and he's still out there playing, right? And I find it funny and ironic that, you know, 
Michael Thomas would have ankle injuries and all that kind of stuff in the past. And he would play when he had empty pockets. But then all of a sudden, like, now it's like, okay, I, I, I'm paid. You know, I, I can understand why people would feel that way. Like, you know, like, man, all of a sudden, like, he started to get paid. And the next thing you know, every little nagging injury that he has, he sits on the sidelines. But I, I don't know. I think he wants to play. I think he has a passion to play. I just wonder, like, I, I don't even too much blame him because he, he – He's only going to do what this coaching staff allows you to do. I, I guarantee you, if Sean Payton was the head coach, Michael Thomas wouldn't have missed these many weeks. I'm done with my TTJ. I'm sorry. He's selfish straight up. Time to clean house, starting with Dennis Allen. TJ, this is a paper bag year. It's bad, bro. Um, I'm not putting no paper bag on my head, bro. I don't care if this team don't win another game. I'm still going to be saying who that. I'm still going to be repping for the team. Mike T is just like his uncle Keyshawn Johnson. Man, Keyshawn Johnson will play. Keyshawn Johnson played though. You know, Keyshawn Johnson was out there. He he was he was whiny, but he played. So I can't even compare him to them. Thomas is not getting traded. He owes forty million dollars. Uh, he will remain under uh, after twenty twenty three, and he will walk in free agency. Yeah, and that's crazy though. That you know, since he signed his contract, Michael Thomas has missed 30 games. I'm gonna say that again. Since he signed that new contract, he missed a total of 30 games. That's a lot of football. Mike T is gone anyway. Uh, we're not gonna resign him when this contract is up. Yeah, there'll be a fool to do that. 30 games. Yep. Told you I'm not getting traded. <laughs> we trash but it's still who that even in the can yeah it's still who that regardless dang that's crazy 30 games equals two seasons basically yeah i mean he comes in he shows like that monster tendency makes us all like fall in love with him all over again and the next thing you do he, he leaves okay you know like it, it's crazy but like i said man i mean this dark times in 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 the who that nation but I'm still gonna root for my team. It's not a deal breaker, and I, I still got, I still got a lot of love uh, for the New Orleans Saints. But let's go ahead and look at some of these stats uh, from tonight's game. Uh, once again, the Saints lose to the Arizona Cardinals, forty-two to thirty-four. Andy Dalton, thirty of 47, <laughs> 47 times, three hundred and sixty-one yards, four touchdowns, three interceptions. He didn't get sacked, so shouts out to the offensive line. Taysom Hill was two or two for 48 yards. Uh, he had that uh, big pickup, a big pass to uh, Chris Olave, uh, put him in a red zone. So collectively, they were 32 or 49 for 409, four touchdowns, three picks, no sacks. So shouts out to the offensive line once again. Alvin Kamara, 11 carry for 49 yards, was running the ball really well until the game got out of hand. Uh, Andy Dalton, uh, four carries for 21 yards. Uh, Taysom Hill, three carries for nine. Mark Ingram, four carries for six. 1.5 average for Mark Ingram. 5.3 for uh, Andy Dalton. And 4.5 for uh, Kamara. And then Taysom Hill had three-yard carry. They got to do something about... Uh, they got to do something about Mark Ingram. I, I've seen enough games, you know. I, I, don't, I don't think he washed, okay? Because I've seen, some, I seen some, some good runs in uh, Cincinnati. But... I don't know, man. I think that's something that you might need to explore. Maybe I seen Dwayne Washington on the field. That's a start. Chris Olave, seven catches for 106 yards. 
Uh, he had a longer 41. He had 14 targets, so that's about 50% of production. Kevin White, one catch for 64 yards, could have scored. Uh, then you have uh, Traquan Smith, five catches, 59 yards. Alvin Kamara, seven catches for 56. Rasheed Shaheed, one catch, 53 yards and a touchdown, and we didn't see him no more after that. Uh, Juwan Johnson, five catches, 32 yards and two touchdowns. Callaway, two catches for 20 yards. He had six targets. Crucial, crucial drop that turned into a pick six. Mark Ingram had three catches for 16. Taysom Mill, one catch for three yards. And he's a tight end, by the way. But you couldn't find a place for him in the second half. You didn't have no plays for a guy who played tight end since, since the offseason. But I digress. Pete Warner, seven uh, total tackles, three solo, two tackles for loss. Played outstanding tonight. Chris Harris Jr. Uh, washed uh, six six total, uh, five solo. Okay, was getting worked out there. You know, smoke like brisket, burn like a biscuit. Somebody uh, cue up some a little bit of that uh, that Adrian Broner. Where's Adrian Broner? I ain't gonna lie, I'm getting cooked. <laughs> Got cooked all night. Uh, Cameron Jordan, uh, six total tackle, four solo. Had a sack and two tackles for loss. So, I mean, the one of the oldest guys on your defensive line is more productive than. A guy like Davenport, he has six tackles tonight, two solo. I mean, was really helpful. Justin Evans does not belong anywhere on the outside, but had to play due to injury. He had five total tackles and five solo. Tyron Matthew had five total tackles and three solo. I, I even, wouldn't even really show he played. Uh, Marcus May had five tackles. Demario Davis with four. Lante Taylor with three. Good, good, valiant effort by the rookie, uh, Lante Taylor. The moment wasn't too big for him. He was aggressive. He made some plays. Tano Passigno uh, had a pretty good game. He had uh, three tackles, two solo, and he had two tackles for loss. You had Malcolm Roach with three tackles, Carl Granderson with two. Uh, David Ayamada had two, uh, one solo. Should have had a sack, but, of course, you had holding on Justin uh, – what was that? Um, yeah, Justin Evans, you know, which basically negated the sack. Would have got the Saints off the field on third down, but instead Arizona went and scored. Street uh, ended up getting hurt in the game. He had two tackles. Bradley Roby ended up getting hurt in the game. He had one. Shot Tuttle won, and Andrew Dow with one. Uh, no turnovers. Uh, didn't generate any turnovers. Rashid Shaheed uh, had one kick return for 23 yards. Probably would have had more yards if Sean Payton was his coach because he probably would have told him something about them cleats, and he probably wouldn't have slipped, on the, slipped in the grass. But there you go right there, folks. That's the stats for your New Orleans Saints, the 2022 New Orleans Saints. Uh, a bunch of mop-up duty, a bunch of garbage time stats that don't mean absolutely nothing. You know, Andy Dalton, you know, he went out there, ran the offense, did his conservative thing, put up 361 yards, threw the ball 47 times, and they lost. Okay, so bunch of bunch of uh, stock and stuff and stats there, you know, but it didn't generate absolutely nothing. Uh, this is a very undisciplined team. They cannot get out of their own way. Even when they make good plays, it's only going to be negated by something negative. There was a time where they stopped uh, Kyler Murray in the backfield, and then all of a sudden, here comes a holding call. David Ayamada gets a sack, and here come a holding call. Uh, it, it's, it's times where you can actually get off the field. In comes the flags. It's sustaining drives, and you couldn't afford to do this, especially when you had a bunch of backups in the game. I mean, Bradley Roby goes down. He gets carted off. We don't know the severity of that injury. And then you have Alante Taylor. I think he was kind of nicked up at the end of the game, but he tried to fight. And Chris Harris, you know, is about 132 years old. He out there trying to cover 
arguably one of the best wide receivers, if not the best wide receiver in all of football. But hey, those are your stats. That's what the New Orleans Saints are, folks. This is this is where we at. A uh, uh, snake bitten, undisciplined, badly coached team, and there's no signs of letting up. This is this is what this team is. Okay. People can come up, man, we need to do what we need to do is we need to implement this. And what we need to do is implement that. Like all, all I'm saying is there is no cavalry coming, folks. I'm sorry. There is no cavalry coming. Okay. If you want to look to cavalry, you know, you might want to look to the hills from whence cometh your health. Okay. And your health comes from the Lord for all my religious people out there. You're going to have to look to them hills. You're going to have to look to the hills of cavalry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> In order to where you get your strength from, because you ain't about to get no help from this coaching staff. And you ain't about to get no help from this organization as far as guys coming back. Cause I just feel like as long as you continue to get in your own way, no matter who's out there, no matter who's out there, we're going to keep on getting these same old song and dance press conferences. We need to clean this up. We need to dust this up. We need to scrub this up. We need you, Mr. Clean. We use the need to you fabuloso because we need to make this thing clean. We got to dust it up, right? You know what I'm saying? We use, we got to use Swiffer sweepers, all this stuff right here that means absolutely nothing, a bunch of empty calorie commentary that's not going to get us motivated, that's not going to have us excited for this team. The only thing that the Saints can do at this particular point is just ride out this season and cut their losses with Dennis Allen because Dennis Allen is not a good head coach and you're going to forever set yourself back by trying to be egotistical and try to double down on the bad mistake if you bring this dude back, okay? The dude is a dead man coaching. He is a lame duck coach. He is a coordinator. That is his calling card. He will find another job. You just don't need to be the head coach of the New Orleans Saints, all right? Too much too much uh, liberties being you know, out there, you know, I feel like guys, you know, oh, oh my, my shoulder, I'm, I don't know if I can practice today. Oh, man, go ahead, man. We don't need y'all there. Let's take it light today, all right? Let's take it light, all right? I, I, I'm sorry, man. I got a splint in my finger. I'm, I, I need to be out. Light practice. Uh, he, he, he was walking through the door, and uh, it was a wooden door, and he ended up getting a splinter in his hand. It was tough, but we had to put him on light practice this week. Uh. We'll see. We'll, we'll we'll see what's gonna happen. Oh, this guy right here, all of a sudden, you know, he got out of bed this morning. He stubbed his toe a little bit. He started walking around his house saying, ooch, ouch, ouch, ouch. And um, you know, we had to put him on light practice. And, you know, I don't know if he's gonna be able to play this week. You know, I mean, he ain't have all his he ain't turn on his light. So he tried to get out of bed because he thought he knew his house and he ended up tripping over uh the rug that was right there by the door. And he's gonna be out for about two to three weeks. That's what we got here, man. A bunch of excuses. Bunch of guys that that got so much money in their pocket, they don't care about wins and losses. They don't care about being champions. You got a couple guys on the team that care about being champions, but for the most part, they don't. They don't care, man. I'm, I already got my money. I'm already paid. I, I got my Escalade outside. You know what I'm saying? I got my stuff on Blaze. I got my I got my Ferrari. I got my Porsches. You know what I'm saying? I got some girls sliding into my DMs wanting me to meet up with them. You know, I'm I'm good. I'm laid. I'm made in the shade. You know, that, that's what we got right here. A bunch of guys that don't give a, a doggone about anything at all, right? It's just, just about how I look when I walk up out the, out the locker room. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I got these exclusive J's on. I got a Valenciaga jacket on. I got this, I, I got the drip on. I got the swag. But guess what? 
you ain't winning nothing, all right? You know, so I know you're paid. I know, you know, you're successful and you want to make way more money than I will ever see in a lifetime. But this team has absolutely no heart at all, okay? A bunch of 10 men on this field, okay? Somebody need to send these boys to the Wizard of Oz so they can get some heart because a lot of these boys ain't got one. Got a couple guys on the team that that they got some heart, but for the most part, a bunch of ten men. Uh, I can't wait to play y'all easy stats. <laughs> Did you see when he uh threw the challenge uh, flag? Uh, I'm like, what is he doing? I guess he was trying to see for more yards, but I'm like, you already got the first down, dude, and you got out of bounds. So what are you trying to do, man? Uh, at least Tepper had the balls to fire Matt Rule. TJ, they said Alvin Kamara and Drew uh, stepped up and talked in post-game locker room. Well, I don't know what he talked about, but I don't even think the great Drew Brees is going to be able to say it is. Uh, they have no heart. Soft team reminds me of the 2014 Saints. Yep. Uh, I would like to thank the Orena Gump Dennis coaches for coming in here, taking it in with it tonight. I feel better now, sort of. Trade Mike T. Bro, don't expose me. Man, you expose yourself. Sure, you're not. Uh, let's see. I heard that we might try to get uh Hendon Hooker in the draft. How would you feel about that? I think he could uh bring a spark to the team. Yeah, if you get the right coach, because even if you get Hooker in here, they'll still find a way to lose football games and be undisciplined under Dennis Allen. So that's my answer. And it, as long as Dennis Allen ain't involved in it, I think it could be all right. If it was me, Allen would have gotten papers in the fourth quarter. Man, embarrassed the whole team. Whole, embarrassed the whole team in front of a nationally televised audience and Drew Brees. Now we can get CD Deuce in the chat. Uh, these fake accounts, though. <laughs> Dennis Allen, you are Mr. Cleanup, man. <laughs> he wish. Okay, he wish he was. I ain't touching that, man. We we are not going to we, we not gonna do this. <laughs> Dennis Allen, you'll be coaching the Allen Eagles Texas High School next year. Nah, he'll be a defensive coordinator. He'll be a defensive coordinator under Sean Payton. I stand by that. Oh, he's going to find another job. And so is Pete Carmichael. Sean Payton is going to come back to coaching. Like, if, if the Chargers don't make the playoffs, he's going he gonna to coach the Chargers. If they get rid of Cliff Kingsbury in Arizona, he's coming to Arizona. And guess who's going to be his defensive coordinator? Dennis Allen. And guess who's going to be his offensive coordinator? P. Carmichael, whatever team they get, they get it's going to be New Orleans Saints out west, uh, in the east, or whatever. It, it, that's that's what's going to happen. So, I mean, this setting up really to you know set up the New Orleans Saints infrastructure in another place with De- uh, with Sean Payton as the head coach. ATJ, hey, why the Saints uh D line playing so poorly? No heart. Uh, call the voodoo king and queen and lift the curse. They ain't got no curse. The curse is Dennis Allen with his trash coaching tail. Uh, I hope they keep these receipts on DA and return all the unused cleaning products too. Yeah, for real, man. Somebody need to go ahead and just send uh some cleaning supplies over there. You know what I'm saying? So because maybe maybe we just need to get involved. You know, sometimes when you want some change, you got to get involved. So maybe we need to go to Dollar General, uh, Family Dollar, Dollar Tree. And maybe get some cleaning supplies and maybe help Dennis Allen so we don't need to hear about how much he's trying to clean anymore. Uh, this season has <laughs> has me reliving my childhood straight nostalgia. Not good nostalgia. If you my age, 
yep, losing C.J. Gardner-Johnson was a huge mistake. Losing these football games have been a huge mistake. But blame Dennis Allen. Don't do that and those poor high school players. Yeah, uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson. We gave up on third for Bradley Roby. I mean, Bradley Roby would be a good nickel corner, to be honest with you. Just not really good on the outside. I am Mr. Cleanup Man, TJ. You can't clean, man. Bruh, you can't. <laughs> nah, I'm just leave that alone. Dennis Allen needs to be in the unemployment line in the morning. Please get a first for Peyton. That's the result when you don't have a leader of men as a coach and no franchise quarterback. And see, hell, Hooker playing like an NFL pro this year in college. Yeah. Hey, TJ, I was at work during the game. See parts of it. What happened with the reporters after uh, the game? I keep hearing this. Well, they're calling them out. They're calling them out for not, you know, making the right plays. Like, not putting Taysom Hill in the game when he one of your best offensive weapons. Not having packages available for Rashid Shaheed. Stuff like that. Mickey, you said I wouldn't get fired. Uh, stop the nonsense. Bro, Sean needs to come back. Sean ain't coming back, bro. Y'all need to just go ahead and get that out, out of y'all mind. Sean Payton does not want to coach the New Orleans Saints anymore, and that's the reason why he stepped down. Because he wanted to take a break. Well, honestly, he didn't want to take a break. He was going to coach the Miami Dolphins before Brian Flores came out with that controversy. I heard, like, I, I've heard that from, you know what I'm saying, shots out to my guy brian mcfadden you know he he talked about that you know what i'm saying like he came out he was ahead of the curve talking about that he you know what I'm saying? And, and if it wasn't for brian flores suing the nfl guess what sean payton would have been in miami and most likely he would have been with uh with um tom brady because that was the plan he was never going he was never going to stop coaching uh, the rookie was fluting. Uh, let's see, Taylor uh, only gave up one catch and five targets. Yeah, that 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 brings me to the new segment uh, that we we started last week, and you know we got to talk about we got to talk about who was fluting. Okay, who was fluting? Fluting means who had a good game. I mean, I would be I would be remiss if I didn't mention Rashid Shaheed yet again. Okay, he catches a fifty plus yard touchdown. I mean, so he touched the ball twice in his first two touches. He ended up being touchdowns. And for some apparent reason, they can't find a package for him. Yes, I would put Rashid Shaheed, uh, you know, as a guy that was fluting. Uh, another guy uh, is Alante Taylor, who stepped up. Uh, he came off IR, and he played pretty formidable, man. He, he played pretty well uh, going up against a guy like DeAndre Hopkins. You know, I mean, he he made he made some plays, man, and he stood tough. So I would definitely uh put him up there. Pete Warner was flying all around the field. He just lodged a pass that could have been a first down by Zach Ertz. He got a couple tackles in the backfield, and also honorable mention. Okay, honorable mention. I got to go with Tano Passio, man. Tano Passio played really good in run support. Uh, there was one play where he read the he, he read Kyler Murray like perfectly, like. Kyler Murray tried to fake it off to the running back, but you know, Tano Passio kind of leaned over towards the running back like he was going to take the bait. Kyler Murray puts the ball back into his possession and he makes the tackle. So that was just some smart football. So those are guys right there that that were fluting. Okay. Those those are our fluters of the game. That's some nice fluting, boy. 
Yeah, so shouts out to all those all those uh, players right there. Uh, anybody got anybody in particular that you feel like was fluting in this game? Go ahead and let me know who you, who who would you say was fluting? Uh, fluting, uh, Jawan Johnson. Uh, they just waited uh till late to go to him. Yeah, Jawan Johnson. You know, I put him on there. You know, uh, Jawan Johnson had two touchdowns. You know, and when the Saints needed that's some nice floating boy. So we'll put Jawan Johnson in there. Uh. Ayamada not worth uh two uh ten uh, D tackle money should be his last year in the black and gold. I don't know about that, man. I'm not gonna let a down year just negate the fact about David Ayamada and and his production. So I don't know, maybe something going on. I don't know, but it's not to a point where I just feel like, oh man, just get rid of because he because he's not playing the way that we feel like. I, I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm, I'm kind of. I just feel like this, man. When guys be like been on a bubble, right? And they'll give you a little something, but it's inconsistent. Then I can be like, okay, man, maybe we need to go in a different direction. But not for guys that you've seen like actually put in that work and actually done something. It's kind of hard for me to just, you know, just throw a guy away because he's having a bad season or he's having a bad game, but he has proven that he can be pretty doggone good. So I, I can't put him in that category, and I, I can't say I won't get rid of him. Why are crab legs so expensive right now? I have absolutely no idea. I don't eat crab legs. I don't. But my wife, she definitely eats crab legs, one of her favorite meals. Cam Jordan got to do too much at this point in his career. Davenport is at the game but isn't really present. Yeah, he's not really doing anything. Hey, I like uh, hey, I like TJ. Hit that clean up, clean up, clean up. Let's see. Uh, Captain Clean Up. Clean up, clean up, everybody everywhere. Clean up, clean up, everybody do your <laughs> Hey, TJ, why Malcolm Roach uh, can't have a, a breakout season? Maybe because he's not a breakout player. Maybe he's just a solid player. Uh, and also he's been hurt, so maybe that has something to do with it. Might as well call up Zion. Yeah, might as well watch Zion, the way this team playing. Uh, Ayamada was suspended for PEDs and for marijuana being mailed to his house. Two separate incidents. Okay, Mickey Looms, appreciate that. Uh, yes, uh, we have a few players we should keep. Uh, yeah, I ain't trying to blow the whole thing up. I love you, Dennis. Please be our coach for life. The next time you get in trouble, call a crackhead. Man, you gotta be, you didn't lost it. Man, I wish we got the showing. Hey TJ, uh you need Willie D cleanup, man. <laughs> I found your playbook a couple weeks ago, Sean. Looks uh look how we been scored, boy. Yeah, it can't stop nobody, can't stop a nosebleed, can't stop traffic with a stop sign, right? Can't stop the violence if they drew an anti-gun rally. Like man, these boys terrible, man. Let's see. Uh, who should we keep and get rid of? I don't know, man. I, I, it's I'll just be throwing out names right now. I'll just be throwing out names based on like how I feel. So I'm I'm not gonna throw out no names. TJ, you need to add uh, Prince saying uh, get off the stage to Kim Kardashian when you do those things. And let's see. Uh, 
We for life was TJ. Uh, you love me. Dennis Allen is sexy. Elijah Moore asking for a trade. We don't need him. Wide receiver is the least of our problems. How about some defensive players? Can't stop a car with <laughs> with platform shoes. Uh, this is weird. Saints defense struggling is unheard of. Uh, how long you been a fan? Uh, Cesar Ruiz was fluting. Yeah, he definitely was fluting. I give I give I give Cesar Ruiz the fluting award. He he belong on that list. You know he been he been a breath of fresh air on the offensive line. That's some nice floating boy. So yeah, I put him up there. Oh man, bro, y'all just saying anything? Cut Tyron, man. Tyron Tyron came to New Orleans to retire. Why do we uh, abandon Shahid two touches, two touchdowns? Because we some morons when it comes to the coach. Uh, see, am I the only person? That is waiting on a uh, breaking DA has been fired. You uh, ain't gonna get that. They ain't gonna fire him to the end of the year. <laughs> Tyron Jarris Bird back. <laughs> uh, let's see, TJ. What I do to you, man? Uh, you made my team look like a bunch of soft, about as soft as I don't know bread fresh out the oven. Turn like you didn't. Man, turn the whole team into a bunch of bunch of softies with no heart. Our defense can't stop traffic. Honeycomb, honey bud. <laughs> Rebuild starts now. Let's see. Dennis Allen asked for a trade. <laughs> Who gonna trade for him? What are you gonna get for him, huh? What you gonna give him? Two proofs of purchase from a cereal box? Like what you gonna get for him? You know what I'm saying? Two bags of a uh, flaming hot Cheeto. Like who gonna trade for him? What you what you gonna get for Dennis Allen as a head coach? Like seriously, man, what what are you gonna get for for Dennis Allen? Uh, what a bacon egg and cheese McGriddle, huh? Okay, uh, what a, a sausage egg and cheese for sandwich? Because I know you ain't talking about no draft capital. You ain't getting nothing for him, okay? I don't like. I'm I'm surprised he even on a plane tonight. So, you ain't about to get nothing for no Dennis Allen. What? Like seriously, <laughs> can't stop a pee stream. <laughs> Dennis has potential. Just give him a chance. Look, I ain't giving that man nothing. Okay, uh, that man had no potential. Potential <laughs> has the potential to really destroy this team and set this team back for years. Trade my team made out of glass. <laughs> That's uh, what I hope uh, they don't do. I'm gonna trade Dennis Allen for a five dollar foot loan from Subway. Too much. Too much. Too much for him. Remember when we uh, didn't want to lose Dennis Allen because of the Jets interviewed him uh, to be the head coach? Petrus Farm, remember? Nah, look, let, let's put this thing into perspective. Let's put it into perspective. People didn't want to lose him because he, of his defensive coordinator skills. I, I remember what you're talking about. I think it was in Philadelphia, too. They, he, he got interviewed for the Philadelphia job, and boy, did they dodge a bullet. <laughs> boy, did they dodge a bullet, you know, but – yeah, I think it was during the time because the defense was just starting to get good. I ain't think nobody, man, please let Dennis Allen coach this team. Like, it was like, okay, we're going to hire Dennis Allen. Okay, the camaraderie going to stay there. But ain't nobody was like, yes, Dennis Allen. Yes, yes. Like, boy, I tell you, boy, y'all remember when he uh, went to that uh, Pelicans game? 
and you know he was on the sidelines he had the cocoa bean uh beard dying you know what i'm saying when his beard was black he had he put the jet black uh you know beijing in his head you know what i'm saying looking like he was about four, five seven years younger then it was like the new head coach of the of the new orleans saints dennis allen he stood up he was with his family and stuff like that everybody cheering like you know they, they were cheering like the rock came through the spot or something like that everybody going crazy for pete i mean for dennis allen let that boy show up to a pelican game today boy <laughs> let that boy show up to a pelican game today boy they would boo that boy out the arena i don't even think he'll be able to watch the game boy what a difference a few months make trade dennis allen for a handful of magic beans well man <laughs> You don't think that that's too much. Uh, let me see. Says he's worth two bags of coffee in Angola. I'll take honey badger more like a raccoon. <laughs> Where is Bum Phillips? Uh, I think Bum Phillips passed away, didn't he? I don't think I think Bum Phillips went on in. Let's see. We might have to trade another first to get rid of Dennis Allen. Y'all let Dennis Allen have it, but it would have been a different story if Winston threw those picks. Yeah, like, hey, I don't know if you just joined us, but we just talked about that Trinity. We just, we just, uh, I just addressed that. I addressed that. If you be kind and rewind towards the beginning of this show, I definitely talked about that. Okay. Let's see. LOL. I love you, TJ, in this show. Dixie, thank you. Thank you, uh, Trinity, for sticking up for me. I just saw AK uh, stood up to the team and told them how he felt, and they are not playing Saints football. Hmm. I have to go and check out that. Uh, I got to go check that out. Because what they're doing, they're they playing like some straight trash. The media always on Jameis as soon as he throws a pick, uh, any other quarterback, and they fine. Yeah. This game, Dennis, you need to retire. Should we get uh Hendon Hooker in the draft if he available? The way he playing, he won't be. Hey, TJ, Dennis Allen doing uh, the work of three men. James, it's a problem when I do it, but it's cool when Dalton do it. <laughs> no. Uh, let's see. Look at 83 Johnson on both of those pick sixes. I have to take a look at it. I have to take a look at it. Lamar Jackson is going to look like <laughs> a unanimous MVP when he comes to play us in the dome. Yeah, man. At, at the at the end of the day, this team is horrible, man. I mean, look, all these all these comments are, are warranted. I don't feel like this is an easy fix. I just don't. I mean, I I don't think that you're going to be able to solve these problems until you go in a different direction as a head coach. And, and like I said, the Saints can go on a run, and I'm still going to be saying they need to get rid of this dude because I feel like they're going to be winning in spite of him. Just like they, you know, P. Carmichael called, has been calling really good games over the last couple of weeks, and they've been squandering, squandering them. So if the offense end up like scoring a bunch of points, they're going to have to because the defense ain't doing a damn thing. And and Dennis Allen, that's that's your thing, right? You don't want calling the defense, right? So if you're calling the defense, then why are they looking like they just some straight-up scrubs right now? 
Yes, it is. We will move a few pieces around and get better next week. <laughs> the other pieces must be including you. Uh, let's see. Dixie, come to practice Monday. I'll give you a chance. <laughs> Huntersville team can beat the Saints. I think that was the year we traded for, uh, for Davenport and everybody was relieved it wasn't Lamar Jackson. I don't know why. Y'all forgetting the injuries. That uh plays a big role. Man, I'm not trying to hear that. I've heard I seen t- like tell tell the Giants that. Tell the Minnesota Vikings that. Like t- like e- even tonight, you know what I'm saying? Tell the Cardinals that they have injuries all on the offensive line. Like, man, like, man, I'm tired of making excuses for this dude, man. Like, seriously. Like the, man, I am look, I understand. I understand that you had injuries i understand it but they played like trash even when they had michael thomas and jarvis landry they still they still were trying to figure it out so as far as i'm concerned like what's the difference what's the difference it's not like oh all of a sudden like man michael thomas went down and then all the whole offense just went to hell like it was already trash like these last three games they they played better offensively than they did when Michael Thomas was playing and when Jarvis Landry was playing. So I don't understand like what more do we need to see? I'm not about to sit up here, man. I got hope. I got faith. I believe. Just to be saying that, man. Like, what are you actually believing in? What has Dennis like? Honestly, ask yourself this question, like straight up. For the exception of being able to hold timeouts, what does Dennis Allen do well as a head coach? I just that's all I want to know. When, it, when everybody's out here trying to defend this dude and talking about giving him a chance and this, that, and the th- somebody please explain to me as a head coach, what does Dennis Allen do well that you have seen that you can be like, man, they can build off that. Somebody please explain to me what does Dennis Allen do well? Besides, like I said, whole timeouts. And he, he, I'm at this point. I'm just, I think he's afraid to call timeouts. You had 42 seconds left in the first half, two timeouts. So you could have drove down the field, but instead, you so scared that Andy Dalton gonna make another mistake that you just went out there and took a knee. Quentin, Quentin, What does this dude do well? That's all I want to know. For everybody that's sitting up here, man, come on, man. Come on, TJ. It's overreaction. No, I'm not overreacting. Somebody please explain to me what does Dennis Allen do well as a head coach? <laughs> Strut. Basically, TJ, Bobby Abel just said Andy Dalton played great tonight, and the only reason the offense didn't look good was because the wide receivers were dropping his passes. Do you agree? To a certain extent. To a certain extent. But – Explain the one in the red zone when you threw it in triple coverage. Explain the one when you threw it to Isaiah Simmons right in his hand like he was the tight end. So you can sit up there and talk about that. But, I mean, look, did Andy Dalton do some good things tonight? Yes, he did. Did did he put the Saints in a position to win? Yes. But just like you can sit up here and blame Jameis Winston for the interceptions that cost the Saints the game, you got to say, that Andy Dalton is the main reason why the Saints lost here tonight, throwing those interceptions. The first interception, 
I mean, the pick, the first pick six, that was Callaway's fault. I will, I will remove that. Okay. Uh, it says three interceptions, but they need to have a stat like when a ball gets dropped and it goes into a, a, a defender's hand and they pick it. It should be like on the it should be on the receiver. I feel like quarterbacks shouldn't have to take blame for that. But I mean, I guess that'll be opening up a can of worms. But look, if you're gonna sit up here and talk about the interceptions that, that Jameis threw in the game. I think you have, and you talk about the turnovers, like when Taysom was uh, the quarterback, then we need to be looking at Andy Dalton and the mistakes that he made because those mistakes cost the Saints the game. Period. I don't care how good he, I don't care how good you say he was. I don't care how many times he dropped back. I don't care how many touchdowns he threw. None of that stuff matters because at the end of the day, basically what you're doing is you didn't dug a hole. Now you're inside it. Now you're trying to find your way out. You know what I'm saying? You you like Batman when you were trying to escape that prison. You know what I'm saying? When you had to climb out of it. Like, that's, that's basically what this was tonight. That's basically what this was tonight. So you basically dug a hole for yourself and you tried to dig yourself out, but you don't get no, you don't get no brownie points for that. They were in that position because you put them there. So, like I said, I just feel like it's only fair because when you make excuses about the interceptions when Jameis threw them, Nobody cared. Man, get him out of here, man. We want we want Andy Dalton. So, like I said, you can still want Andy Dalton, and he did play well. But hold him accountable just like you hold every other quarterback when they make mistakes. It's just that simple, and I feel like that's fair. I'm, that doesn't mean that you don't like the guy anymore. That doesn't mean that you don't think that he can do well. It just means that you need to call it out. Like, we we want to we wanna be right so badly that we – Rather, you know what I'm saying, pretend like we didn't see the obvious. It's okay to still support a guy and still say he looked like trash. I mean, how many times have I done this podcast when Drew Brees didn't look good and I still called him out? They ain't mean I ain't love him any any less because I did. You gotta call it, you gotta call a spade a spade. Lord, we completely threw away the run game in the second half. Back injuries equals three interceptions in <laughs> the next game. Basically, fair is fair for all. Jameis, uh, zero picks, uh, sixes. Dalton, uh, two pick sixes in one game. Uh, actually, Jameis does have a pick six to his name, though. I'm, I'm gonna say that. I think it was a pick six, uh, versus it, it was a pick six, it was a pick six versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, if I'm not mistaken. All right, I see uh, Tim is on the line. I'll I take him and then we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up. Tim, how you doing, man? Tim, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Can you hear me, big dog? Yeah, I can hear you, man. Uh, yeah, what you got for us, man? Hey, sorry, man. I'm just... nah, it's hey, is fine. that better? Uh, a, a little bit, man. I can, I can hear you. Uh, what you got for us, man? What you thought about the game? <sighs> I mean, TJ, what is there to say about the game? What is there to say about se- after seven weeks? And you know, honestly, what was like the number one glaring, I guess you could say glaring sign of a head coach who didn't know what he was doing. Remember after the win mm-hmm. against Seattle? Right. What did Taysom say? Taysom said that he was a little frustrated because he didn't know what Dennis Allen had him do in the offseason. He mm-hmm. thought he was playing something else and then – as the offseason was going, he wasn't playing what Dennis Allen promised him to play. Like you mentioned it, like we all mentioned it, like Dennis Allen said, 
I don't I don't feel comfortable with Taysom Hill on the sideline while the game is going on. Right. So Taysom went into the offseason expecting something, and Taysom voiced it out, but obviously, being the Mormon missile, he was as kind as possible saying that, you know what, I, you know, it was a little frustrating, but I just played for the team. So even, like, that right there was like the team crying out, telling us that our head coach is way in over his head. Hmm. And then when you think about it, you're down 20 points. The other team is getting the ball in the beginning of the second half. It's 40 seconds left. Thank you. And what do you do? You literally tell your quarterback, I don't trust you to throw another pick or to throw throw another pick. I'm going to get you to kneel and hope my defense stops them. And listen, for all it's worth, the defense did stop them. We got the ball back. Unfortunately, it was just a field goal that we got. But basically, what you did was just tell your offense, your your captain, your offensive captain, the quarterback, I don't trust you. Yep. And you can't do that. You literally have to ride it to the wheels for locker until after the game is done. And then you talk to him like, bro. And then obviously after the halftime, you hear what he said. Oh, I told him nothing. Just keep doing what you're doing. So like, these are just like TJ. It's not even like we're upset because we're losing. These are objective signs from the off season. And now I'm even beginning to question getting rid of C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Because, like, Mm -hmm. if the toxicity was as bad as, oh, this guy can't... Like, I'll never forget what um, C.J. said. Like, what was it? I think it was after, like, the 2019 season. C.J. said that, like, if you're not on my team, I hate you. Like, he basically said that. I'll never forget that. He basically said that, like, I love my teammates. And if you're not on my team, I hate you. That's Mm -hmm. why C.J. plays the way he does. So there's no way C.J. is going to put himself over this team. So it really makes you think, what was so irredeemable about C.J. Garner-Johnson? The man punched Michael Thomas in the face, and Sean Payton still didn't get rid of him. Or I should say the vice versa, right? He he got into a fight with Michael Thomas, right? And Mm -hmm. you're wondering, you're like, not knowing what to do with Taysom, getting rid of C.J., not being able to make your players accountable or even trusting your players, like, this is what you call – and, like, honestly, I'll eat crow by saying this because I remember you and I had this uh, – what's it called? We were on the stream, and I remember mm-hmm. I was like, yo, we got to trust this team, man. Like, this whole team can't just tank. They have too many star players not to tank. But what we're watching is that no matter how good a team is, if they do not have proper leadership, they will fall apart. Yep. And that's literally what you and I are witnessing. An yep. amazing team. And, like, listen, everybody's saying, oh, man, we got rid of our draft picks to get Chris Olave. Chris Olave was the best decision we ever made in the entire offseason. I don't man. care what anybody yep. says. Straight what you, up. What you, what you have is your future number one receiver. It, <laughs> you, it's, yeah, it's, like, let's be honest. Like, <laughs> Michael Tom, like, this, this, like, people are not paying that much attention to it, but he's making Michael Thomas look expendable. Like, seriously. Right. Like, how good he is. Like, I, I, he's, he's better than they even probably thought he was. Cause they probably just thought he was gonna be like for the first season gonna be like a guy that just take the top off the off the defense because of his speed, but he's so fundamentally sound. Like this, this dude, this dude to me, like I, I feel like he's a guy you can build around. He seemed like he a, he a good character guy. He likes his teammates. I don't think that that kind of that that kind of personality changed. No, nope. and I, I I don't know, man, like. I think you can build around them. So to me, that that was the that was a good decision. 
You're 110 percent right. Like I'm watching him do. Like like you said, we thought he was gonna come and be like the one that takes the top off. He's running slants. He's running out routes. He's running everything, and he's always getting separation. So I'm like, dude, we have a great player here, and it's unfortunate that every person that we expected to come back onto the team to make a difference has seven weeks later. We're talking about a quarter of the season done. Yep. Hasn't shown up and. It's crazy. Like, this is terrible because all injuries are different. But if the guy from the commanders can get shot and come back or yeah. yeah. a touchdown and play, I mean, like, I, I, like we don't want to say, okay, the foot injuries, you know, obviously it's a football injury. But at the same time, I'm like, bro, like, <laughs> I, I am absolutely at a loss of words. I just wanted to bring that stuff up, like, just where the cracks were falling apart, even from the offseason right. with Dennis Allen. Just wanted yeah. to bring that up out there. And you said it yourself before. We didn't take the um, the pregame seriously or the preseason seriously. So nope. it's just like we're seeing – like you always say, right? Or as Malcolm X used to say, the chickens have come home to roost. We're yep. seeing it. We're yep. seeing what the offseason – like the cracks that we didn't – that we weren't paying attention to in the offseason. We're seeing yep. it just unfold. Yep. Yeah, cock a do to do, my brother, because uh, they, 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 they didn't came home the roof, man. <laughs> like, shit, like, man, this this is bad. This, this is bad, Tim. Like, I, 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 it's been a while since I seen, it's been a while since I seen something this bad, man. You got to go back to that. I, I want to say you got to go back to probably the, the bounty, the bounty gate, uh, year, like when Sean Payton was suspended for the whole year that the, the Saints started two and five at and, least. Yeah, but they they gonna have to figure something out, man. But I, I don't see any signs of letting up. But uh, I, I appreciate it, man. I'll let you get back to your workout. Appreciate yeah, you uh, chiming in. Thanks and, uh, for giving me some time because I know it's getting late over there. I appreciate you, TJ. Nah, no problem, man. You, you take it easy. Thank you for calling Absolutely, in. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, right. I'll be in the chat. Easy. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they. they uh, <laughs> oh boy, man. This 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 some this some bad business right here, man. This is bad business cj garner johnson is linked in a forcer yeah look man i think i think when you look at cj garner johnson he meant a lot to this team i mean i was very upset when the dude got traded it just didn't make any sense to me all right it was it was more like to me it was like trying to keep trying to keep your property in line if if you want me to be honest like his personality and all that kind of stuff there it probably the reason why you know what I'm saying so they was like oh we we gonna show you but in the process your arrogance like basically you know cost you a really good player that could have been beneficial to your team and been that pick me up that you needed but and then now <laughs> he goes to the team that is the best team in the league right now and the way that you're playing gonna get your draft pick so not only this dude was the player of the game on Sunday night football him alone with Jalen Hurts and you your team is playing so badly now you that same team that is the best team in the league so let's just say for example Philly keeps this momentum and they go to the Super Bowl not only will they get the 32nd pick but they'll get like a top five pick so basically you're gonna make the rich get even richer so congratulations to you Mickey Loomis you're looking like the biggest goat and I ain't talking about with a capital G I'm talking lower cases you can possibly get I'm talking about the bottom line at the eye doctor, okay, when it comes to the lettering of the word GOAT. That's what you're looking like right now. But this has been the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you all so much. I ask that you hit the like button if you enjoyed the State of the Saints podcast. 
if you like the show if you have not subscribed please subscribe to the youtube channel youtube.com search the state of the saints podcast and also on facebook the state of the saints podcast previous episodes available on itunes spotify iHeartRadio, anchor fm and also you can follow me on twitter at tjay jones 8 till next time all i gotta say is who that